Hello everybody, it's your boy XXGDUXX coming with you with another video. Uh, this time it's going to be a podcast and the podcast, it's a new series I want to start on this channel. Uh, I just finished filming one with a guest. You guys will see once I'm done with this. Uh, I just wanted to say I, I want to apologize for my uh, quality of audio on my end recording. Uh... I don't know what the hell happened. I thought I sounded clear and, and nice and whatnot, but I sound like loud and kind of distorted and just kind of annoying. There's like an, like an annoying fan blowing in the background. I don't know what the hell it is. I think it's my, because uh, I have heat coming out right from under my chair. So it's probably blowing to the mic. So please bear with my part of the podcast. Piff sounded great, but I sounded uh, awful. Um... But hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Leave a like, comment, let me know what what you guys thought of it. And uh, I'll be having a lot more guests. So, like I said, please bear with my part of the audio when uh, recording my stuff. So, thank you very much. Enjoy the podcast. Have a good one. Bye. Alright, we are live. This is nice. Alright. So, I'd like to welcome everybody to the podcast i have no name for it i'm just gonna call it the xx geo dude xx podcast for now until we come up for a name uh the other reason i wanted to start doing this is because i like having conversations and like talking about different things in life video game and whatnot uh, our first guest that we're gonna have on is my man piff batman what's up what's up thank you for having me really appreciate it and this is gonna really be excited. uh Hell yeah. I'm very excited to <laughs> do the very first podcast with my man. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> I'd like to start out with, well, I personally know who you are, but for the people that don't know, who are you? What's your name? What's <laughs> what's my special? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, hello, everybody. Um, for those who don't know me, I'm Piff Batman. Um, a lot like Geo, you know, stream, uh, video game all the time. And um, I wish I was as good looking as Gio. Maybe one day. I'm not, I don't know. But uh, one day. Yeah. I one day. To... Yeah. One day. One day. Okay. Um, so what is what is the start off with Twitch? What is your Twitch name, and what's your story on Twitch so far? Uh, my Twitch username is Piff Batman. No spaces. No underscores or anything like that. Um, I started Twitch like a really, really long time ago, pretty much when it became Twitch, you know, switching over to, to Justin.tv. Um, really, I just kind of started on Twitch just to, you know, just like anybody else, just watching people. Um, when I first started watching, everybody was playing either Counter-Strike Source um, or fucking, you know, like World of Warcraft, which were like the two games that I really liked. So it was really easy for me to just watch those people. And I would say probably about 85% of the people that are, like, really popular on Twitch now were not there before. Um, and, yeah, I recently picked up streaming. Um, you know, several times I've, I've done streaming, but, like, really consistently probably about two years ago. Um, and just been grinding ever since, you know, enjoying the grind, enjoying the – enjoying meeting new people like yourself and, and a bunch of other friends. Um and just having a good time playing games and, and, you know, having good conversations. Okay, that's... Uh, so, you started exactly when? What was your first day of streaming or signing up for my, Twitch? 
my first uh, the day that I started my account, I believe, was like December of 2012. So I think that was a little about a year or so before Twitch had started. Um, so you know, pretty much the beginning. Not a lot happened in the first year of Twitch. Trust me, I was pretty much there. It was very rough around the ages. A lot of people didn't think it was going to last very long. Actually, did people think it was just blow up? People thought it was just going to be a, a flop. Yeah, I mean, like 2011, 2012, which you know really didn't sound like that long ago. But like a lot of people, you know, the YouTube hype was like so new to a lot of people still, you know. Mm -hmm. And a lot more people thought, you know, YouTube is where it's it's going to be at. You know, it's it's on demand. You know, people have I mean, there's just so many people on YouTube now. I think it's just so popular and. And a lot of people, when Twitch first came out, they were just like, well, you know, why would I want to watch this person just sit here and play video games, like, live, you know? Yeah. It, it, so. When you explain, uh, a thing that I've noticed, I've been on this website for almost two years now, and the thing that's hard to explain to people that don't know what streaming is, it, what we do. It's just, it's like, oh, so what's, like, you go up to someone and they're like, oh, what's streaming? And you're like, well, you just kind of sit down, play video games, and talk with a bunch of strangers. And to them, that, sound, that sounds like such a weird concept to them. It just sounds so silly, yeah. <laughs> it sounds so silly. It's just, it's just so much more to that, you know? Like, it's just, it's an experience, really. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the only way I can explain it. It's just an experience. And the thing about streaming is it's it's not easy. A lot of people think it's easy that you could just sit down play video games, talk to strangers, but there's a lot yeah. more that goes into it, like setting up, well, for like a PC streamer, you have to set up your microphone, the game, the, the volume of the game, the volume of your mic, does the game run well? There's just so many kind of things that go into it. Yes, yes. So, and, and, and really it comes down to, you know, how serious do you want to be about it, right? Is if you want to be, if you want to be anything more than just like a, you know, really, really casual kind of streamer that just doesn't really, you know, you just go live just to, you know, because you already play video games 12 hours a day, you know what I'm saying? You might as well just go live and still play and not really do anything. Um, then, yeah, you're going to put a lot of time, a lot of effort, um, a lot of money, unfortunately, which is one of the things that, you know, especially with these up-and-coming streamers, you know, may not have, you know, the resources to do so. And unfortunately, it's coming to a point where quality in terms of just, like, the setup and the equipment is becoming almost too too focused on, you know? Like, they're, they're forgetting what the real – you know, you're not selling your setup, right? Like, you're selling yourself as a streamer if you want to be successful. You know what I'm saying? So it's like – yeah, you put a lot of time and effort into into the material things, but uh, the most where at least I spend my time, and and some people have it better than others, you know, in terms of just having that sort of personality and stuff like that. Um, but it's just how you how you how you just show yourself to the to to your stream, to your viewers, to the camera. You know, how how are you when nobody's watching or anything like that? Yeah, with with Twitch, it takes a lot of personality to make it out there you could be like the i've seen a lot of streamers where they're just very bland they just 
care more about the gameplay and they don't really interact with their audience and that's not really the whole purpose of it i like i like watching someone with a bright personality they're laughing they're getting into it they're like they're interacting with the chat they're having a great time they're not just sitting there like bored out of their minds because like it's you're just it's an entertainment you're entertaining people yeah. people are coming home from a long day of work and they're looking forward to watching their favorite streamer for like an hour or two and sitting down and interacting with them and yeah uh let's say you had a bad day and you know the streamer you're watching has a great personality that's going to cheer you up and that's going to keep them coming back to you and that's that's something that a lot of people don't understand because you you're an entertainer your your audience yeah. is watching you because they like you yeah 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 and and that and that takes a lot of effort and like and like you you like you were saying before it sounds silly right like it's it's not easy being a streamer like obviously like that's something that like a lot of people dream of doing and then they would pick that over a normal nine to five you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. but it's 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 it, it's very stressful in its own way and again like really how much time and effort and money you put into it it can be really really stressful for a lot of people and some people just can't um you know that like a lot of people they, that's what people don't tell you about right like the really popular people on here mm -hmm. or even semi-popular who have seen success they don't tell you that part you know like how much how much it, it's stressful in terms of, of constantly looking at numbers obviously the numbers play a big part uh concurrent viewers plays a big part um and and you know stuff like that what 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 baffles me and when i say baffles that i don't mean like confuses me it just it it's kind of silly to think about but like there's people who they start they start twitch right like they make an account and they're on twitch for a couple months and they say you know what? i'm gonna try it out you know like why not you know they, they like i like this guy a lot he's cool i want to be like him he's popular let's try this out and then they spend this ridiculous amount of money or or not you know it doesn't matter but let's say they spend a, a ridiculous amount of money and they go live you know everything's official they got the overlay they got this they got the setup they're ready to go and then you know they get nobody mm -hmm. for their first stream their second stream third stream and it's a month or so and they're just like this is dumb like why am i doing this why am i wasting my time and honestly i it, it's hard to until until you stop thinking about like the numbers and stuff like that, that's all you're ever gonna have, and you're really, you're just never gonna actually see the progress that you're making, whether it's with people or whether it's with yourself. And I think that's what's important, like seeing the progress in yourself before. Because if you don't see the, you know what I'm saying, like if you don't see the progress in yourself, you're not gonna see progress anywhere. Because you're just kind of that same mindset over and over again. It's like, I'm not good enough. This isn't good enough. It needs to be better. Blah mm -hmm. blah blah. And you're constant. It's just a cycle. You know what I'm saying? It's just a circle over and over and over and over again. Yeah, um, with, with what you just said, like, I'll be honest, when I was streaming off of my PS4 and kind of grew with numbers and stuff, everybody's like, upgrade to a PC and make your streams a little bit more uh, better quality-wise. So I said, okay, I saved up my money, uh, looked into some PC parts, bought everything, and 
I honestly thought that with a nice PC, I thought I was going to get like 50 viewers, like off the bat, like, oh, you have a PC. Yeah. I have no idea why that was my mindset because like I spent all this money, so I should get a lot of people. Yeah. But it never really came into fruition with everything that I bought. And I'm happy. I'm happy with what I bought and whatnot, but I was being naive and dumb about it, thinking that well, I have all this nice stuff, so everybody's going to come in and watch me. And that yeah. either, uh, either the numbers stay the same or they drop. And for me, a lot of the time they dropped and it made me really upset and whatnot. But at the end of the day, you have to understand that people are going to watch you for you or for your gameplay. It doesn't really matter like if you have like the best layout, the best microphone, the best whatever. Uh, yeah. People are still going to come in and watch you for you if you're entertaining. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Would I Now, is it – I think it would be naive to say that some of that stuff doesn't play a factor for some of these people. You know, like it, like having a good production quality uh, definitely helps with like a really small uh, niche on Twitch. And I think you uh, – right? Would you agree with me in saying that? Yeah, yeah. I would. You know what I'm saying? Like having, having like really – like almost like show like tv quality kind of stuff mm -hmm. there's your webcam or, or or animated overlays or something like that um but yeah and and it's not it's not crazy to have that sort of feeling that when you when you put all this time and this money and effort into you know upgrading that stuff because you see it work with some people so i mean that's that's not it's not i'm not berating those people but you need to understand like you are putting the you're you're putting time and effort and and money into this uh for people to here's here's how i see it you're trying to sell yourself to where people are willing to spend and i say this all the time i say this all the time you can vouch for me anybody else can vouch for me but you are selling yourself to people to spend the most valuable asset that they can ever offer anybody and that is their time mm -hmm. that is the one asset that any human being on this planet can never get back so that is the mindset that i go into whenever i hit the go live button and you would be incredibly surprised like how that changes your mentality especially if there's nobody in there you know like especially if nobody's watching you you know what i'm saying like it's just you when you when you have that sort of thought process like okay when people even if one person comes in here comes in here right like i'm gonna i'm gonna treat like that person is is the the freaking man you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. you are you are here you're hanging out with me you could literally be doing a trillion other things right now but instead you're here talking to me watching me play this game and wanting to share this experience with me and for me that that's just like I, like at that point i don't give a crap what else you do i don't care if you sub to me i don't care if you give me money i don't care i do not care i would rather have people like appreciate and and feel like they're not wasting their time watching me than trying to like throw money at me or anything like that because i'm not reading their chat or something like that and they're just trying to ask me a question mm -hmm. i i agree with you 100 percent with that because people have lives and they could do a hundred other things like people go to school people have jobs people have families people have kids to take care of or people just simply just want to do things on their own and the fact that they come into your stream spend an hour of their day an hour out of the 24 hours in a day to hang out with you or two or three that 
is incredibly awesome because, like you said, you could be doing a hundred other things, but yet you're hanging out with me. Have you ever looked on your like your leaderboards and you see like all all the hours that people have dedicated to like, your stream? That is insane because they could all those hours they could have been doing anything else, but they were with you, watching your stream, interacting with you, hanging out with you, talking with you, and that's just when you think about it, like damn, that's that's pretty nice that people are coming yeah. in and hanging out with you. Yeah, just to add a quick comment, especially with you, I think that really like like that like I see your dedicated hours for people and like that that shit baffles the hell out of me. Like there you have I think you at this point you have what two or three people now that probably have what over 400 500 hours in your stream. It is insane. Like that is that is literally insane. Like that is a lot of hours dedicated to hanging out with someone. Yeah. yeah. And I'm very grateful for all those people. Uh, I'm very grateful for everything that's happened here in the past two years and meeting everybody that's been here. Uh, just a quick comment, you know. I'm very happy to have met you, Piff. I, this, our story, I like to repeat our story time to time. I know. <laughs> it's like a love story. Yeah, it, it, love story. It, it, is, it is a love story, <laughs> pretty much. So, like, for the people that are watching this podcast and don't know, me, me and Piff, we met each other on Twitch. It all started when I was playing Star Wars Battlefront 2015. Uh, I was just streaming one day, and then I get hosted by him, or raided by Piff Batman. And then next thing you know, like, his his audience comes in, hangs out with me, and I still remember Piff was like, hey, this is actually a pretty cool stream. Like, what's up? And I was yeah. like, oh, hey, what's up, Piff? Batman, like, how, how you doing? And then next thing you know, I start hanging out with Piff and his streams, and uh, we st- uh, we had <laughs> we had a legendary one v one that was incredible. Well, the fir- we had two one v ones. The first one v one, you absolutely destroyed me. You were Vader, yeah. I was Luke. You just annihilated me. It was me. epic, though. It was epic. Yeah, and then our second one v one with with Han and Boba. Oh my! That dude. was even more crazy. I that... <laughs> we <were both> screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I was in my room screaming my head off, like just die already. <laughs> and. Yeah, I'm I'm very grateful because the people that still hang out with me in, in that stream, uh, a lot of them came from Piff, and they hang out with both of us, and I'm very grateful for for Piff. Piff, we've been friends for like a year and a half now, yeah, almost two years now, and we went to TwitchCon together, which and we got yeah. to meet each other, and that was pretty dope. That yeah. was uh, that was a one in a lifetime experience, honestly. And yeah. I say once in a lifetime, but we're also going to go this year. So I'm... yeah, TwitchCon 2018, wherever it is, we're going. <laughs> and it's yeah. and it's crazy because there was a chance you were not going to go to that. Yeah, yeah. So it's been you know the last year has been really uh, trying, you know, especially like financially. Wise. I don't know if that's like the correct way to say it, but um, you know I. I've pretty, I pretty much moved out of my parents' house when I was, like, right when I turned 18. And ever since then, it's been kind of, like, I, I wouldn't say a struggle. Like, it's been really nice, like, living by myself. But it's also, like, a rude, like, a huge rude awakening, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's always, it's pretty much always been live paycheck to paycheck and and a, bu- and a bunch of other, you know, private personal stuff that I don't want to get into. But basically, yeah, so I save up some money for, for this Twitch country. And, 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 for people that don't know, we, we we started planning this trip like 
a while. Like this is the beginning of last year. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like we started like really early, trying to get you know at least some rough numbers going on. Yeah. Um, and you know I started saving up for it, and then you know I I drive the first car. You know I still drive my first ever car that I ever bought like five years ago mm-hmm. and it was already a piece of crap car then it's you know obviously time doesn't do any better to it so basically the fuel cap or no the fuel pump excuse me my car just completely goes out now my car's old so it's 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 harder to work on so all the quotes i were getting were like i mean pretty much i wouldn't say drain everything but drain a pretty good amount of stuff um uh, of finances and so thankfully though thankfully i was able to get a guy who was actually local who cut me a really good deal um and was willing to pay for the part for me and i would just charge him for for labor um and that was you know that helped me able to go and and really enjoy the trip and got to experience the beauty of california like that was the furthest west i've ever been First time I've ever been in California. I think for all of us, mm-hmm. and it was it was so worth it, absolutely worth it. I had a fantastic time. I'm I was so able, I was so glad that I was able to go, um, and I don't regret anything. Yeah, when you told me like, yeah, there's a chance I'm not gonna go anymore. I'm like, dude, what the hell? Like, are you serious? I was legit upset because well, one, I was looking forward to meeting you because we've been yeah. friends for a while, and just. The fact that we've been planning it for months and then, like, what, a week before, you were like, yeah, yeah, I might not be able to go. And that, I'm I'm just really happy you were able to go and that we met each other. And California was very beautiful, very warm, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, we we walked from uh, from our apartment all the way to Long Beach. Oh, my God. It was like all a, the way to the convention center. What, a two-hour walk, three-hour walk? Yeah, two hours. Oh, my God, dude. Something hours, man. It, I mean, it was a, it was beautiful. Like, yeah. there's so much to see. We got to walk off the coast and stuff like that, which was awesome. But damn, like, yeah, that was two hours. It was. I was not expecting that that walk. Yeah, I thought as long as it was. Yeah, like the whole Long Beach. I can see why they call it Long Beach now. It's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was it was definitely an awesome experience. Had a lot of fun at TwitchCon. Uh, I know. You met a lot of streamers, a lot of big time streamers there, and yeah, yeah. got to talk got to a lot of game them. developers. Got to talk to a uh, bunch of people uh, working on their art, like the the artists. Yeah. People working on like new, like, well, what would it be, uh, like video game stuff. Um, hit, yeah, just like, like graphic design and and and, and also uh, a lot of like cool peripherals and hardware. And like, I wasn't expecting so many like sponsors to be there like people like you know they're actively looking for streamers and stuff like that and i think that was really cool of them to to be able to house that in like a what really felt like a like a expo show floor mm-hmm. it was huge the convention center was huge it was yeah it was ridiculous and it was cool seeing the h1z1 tournament it sucks seeing doc getting knocked out <laughs> uh i let the guy who the guy who won, I forgot his name, but uh, oh, uh, yeah, dude, I totally forgot. Sandy Ravage or something. Like that. That's what it was. Yeah, I was thinking Orb, but I think Orb was runner-up. Yeah, and that was pretty cool seeing that. Yeah, and 
I thought it was also cool, like, talking to game developers about their games and how passionate they were about it. Yeah, yeah. And just seeing the progress and whatnot. And you took pictures with uh, Soda Poppin'. Yeah, Soda Poppin' and Wreckfold together. They were just chilling. Nobody was talking to them. So I was like, what the hell? This is like the, probably the only, ever, only time I'll ever get to do this. And they were cool with it. They were like, yeah, let's take a picture. And that was that. And what about um, uh, Summit? <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> <sighs> you want to explain that story? The whole Summit story. So um, a friend of ours, um, Gamer811, me and him, and this was right after the two-hour walk that we had just had. This was the first day. This is that Friday of TwitchCon, you know, the first time they opened the show floor for everybody. The first thing that me and, me and Gamer do, we, we walk to uh, the, near the back was where they were all doing like the meet and greet. You wait in the line. You get to meet them, take a picture, all that stuff. And so we wait in line. It's it's by far the longest line. I, well, I wouldn't say the longest line because he had the same time as Dr. Disrespect. That, that was like a little further. And I would say Doc's was probably a little bit longer. But they were still both like ridiculously long. Mm-hmm. And so we're just sitting here waiting. And the guy that like kind of like cuts people off every now and then um, kept saying over and over again, he's like, you know, once what, if you're not if you're not at my point right now, there's a chance you're probably just not going to see him. It's not really any point of, of being able to like walk through. And and for the for the most part, me and gamers like yeah we're we're here, whatever. Let's just stay committed. We got this. And then it gets to like we're pretty close at this point, but it's also like twenty minutes past Summit's time. Like his time slot was over like twenty minutes ago. We're still waiting in line, and the guy's like, "All right, literally, like if you're not like in the front, you're wasting your time." And so I was like, "You know what, man? It's fine. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, walk around. There's a bunch of stuff to do." I haven't even like looked everywhere yet, um, and then gamer's like, "Nah, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wait it out. Whatever. I've waited this long. Might as well keep going." And I said, "All right, man. Whatever." And so I walk away, and I I shit you not, like 45 seconds after I walk away, they literally let gamer through, <laughs> like 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 summit like waves up. He's like, "All right, just let let's let a few more people come in, and that's it." And game they literally cut it off right after gamer. <laughs> I could not believe – and he called me. This dude called me through the line. He's like, do you see me right now? And at the time, I was like, no, where are you at? He's like, look behind you. And he's like two people away from meeting Summit right now. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> like, I was – I could not believe it. And that's not even the worst part. <laughs> so Gamer gamer comes up to them. Okay, so, so it's Summit. And then with all the streamers, they get to have like a plus one, right? Like just sit there with them. So it's Summit and his friend Miniker, who also streams, really cool guy. Um, they stream all the time together, and so they're sitting there together, and, and you know everything's all peachy and fine. And gamers like, you know, hey, I really appreciate you, you know, staying a little bit longer. They were like, all right, cool. And I'm over here on the side with like, I'm like, giving the death stare to game right now. Like I am so, I know it's not his fault, but like I was so upset, so <laughs> mad. And so I was just sitting there, and God, and so like he's about to take a picture with Summon and Miniker, and all of a sudden. This dude comes out like from the back and like high five summit says what's up says what's up to Miniker, and it's freaking Shroud. I could not freaking believe that Shroud just comes out at the same time <laughs> the gamer goes up to take a picture. I was like, are you serious? And there was somebody else too. There was like one other person, and I can't remember who it was. I'm sorry. It was either it was either Jericho or it was, or it was um, Shorty guy, and I can't remember which one it was. 
But that's besides the point. This dude literally gets to meet four of, of arguably the biggest people on Twitch, right? Especially with Shroud and Summit. And so he literally gets a picture with all four of them and pretty much nagged the entire the rest of the weekend. He, he nagged me the rest of the weekend about it. And <laughs> pretty much to this day, he'll, he'll like, including you, obviously, for making me retell the story again. I'm never going to be able to live that down, ever. That's probably the only chance. Watch, watch this year we go to TwitchCon and like Summit's literally just like chilling in the corner. I'm like, yo, what's up, Summit? He's like, sup. And I was like, want to take a picture? He's like, all right. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, yo, I was I waited in your line for an hour last year. <laughs> My God, dude! I remember how salty you were about that. I was really mad, but like 20 minutes later, that's when I met Soda and cool. So yeah, I was fine. I was fine after that. But <laughs> it was cool. Like when we when, when we when we went to the the Halloween party at mm. at the pier. Um, yeah, yeah. And we that just walked really, by him really cool. and we're like, hey, Sub. He's like. Yo, like he just so casual. Like every five seconds, like people were like, "Sub, sub it." And he's like, "Sub, yo, yo." <laughs> yo like so, it? just chill. Like he was wearing like this button-down flannel shirt with glasses. Like I've never seen this dude wear glasses ever, <laughs> and just wearing the same hat you always see him wear on stream and stuff like that. He's like, "Yo, sub." Like no, we were like we were like walking behind him for like the longest time yeah. trying to get to because we thought like the we were like looking for like the haunted like walkthroughs or whatever and we thought we were going to one but we were actually going to like some vip lounge yeah we were going through like, one, like we were like streamers. literally walking we were literally like walking right behind him and miniker like literally right behind them <laughs> and i literally would have stopped them and asked for a picture but like it was so crowded like you could not move and i felt like i would have been like a that would have been such a dick move for like me to like literally stop the entire line and just disrupt everything that's going on just to take a picture of summit oh man Damn. Yeah, it was it was it was cool seeing him like in person. I thought personally with these big time streamers, you think they would have like a group of people surrounding them, like fan fangirling them, mm -hmm. but no, they're just like yeah, everyday I don't think people. I saw anybody like no, like when like I said when I saw Soda Poppin and, and Rackhole, they were like literally just by themselves, and it's not like they were tucked away in a corner or anything like that. They were just out in the middle of the open, and nobody like nobody walked up to them. It was so weird. Like, the only person that I saw ever have an entourage, and I think I told you this, is when I saw, like, Rice Gum. Like, I'm, like, walking out of the Oh, yeah, dude. This dude literally had, a, like, two bodyguards, like, two huge, like, bodyguards next to him. And then, like, a group of, like, young, like, these dudes were, like, these people were kids behind him. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, it was just, like, an entourage of kids, like, walking. It's, like, my first thing, I, like, looked at him. First thought, I was, like, dude, this dude is even uglier in person. But then I was also, like, why are you at TwitchCon? Like, yeah, what do you? I mean, I know you used to. I know you used to stream on Twitch and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I would definitely say that like YouTube is made like has made him bigger than I think he's ever thought he was ever gonna be. Mm -hmm. So it was just really weird. Yeah, it, yeah. When you when you told me like yeah, I saw Rice Gum, I was like, what? What? Yeah, Are you yeah. serious? <laughs> it was funny because when when we saw him, that was like. The end of the whole like content cup with iDubs and the yeah, whole oh, yeah, music yeah. video, and I thought people were like gonna make jokes at him, but no, like, like wow, no, I, I was very. But I, I'm pretty sure nobody yelled at him because of the two giant ass bodyguards right next to them. Well, they like, like six five, like two fifty. Oh, dude, easily, easily. <laughs> oh my god! Like they were gigantic. Damn, but hey, the 
Overall, TwitchCon was a good experience. I enjoyed it a very lot. Much, Def- much, definitely going to be going great. this year with you, yeah, yeah. Gamer Blink, and then we'll see uh, if anybody else. Uh, else will come. Yeah, definitely. So, let me ask you this: uh, what's what's your opinion on Twitch as a whole now compared to when you started? Like, what's? Oof, man, it is different. So, and, and like that's really easy for me to say because like a lot of people that are on Twitch now really really weren't there before like near the beginning mm-hmm. um i mean it's it's just really really different i mean they i never would have ever thought that we would have gotten like some sort of category for people to to literally just like sit down and just like talk in front of a camera you know like that whole irl category mm-hmm. all that stuff never i never thought that would have happened because when when they first announced twitch and they when when people were like moving over to twitch from justin uh, Justin.tv was a lot for uh, podcasting, um, web shows, and the occasional person will play video games. Like some people will play RuneScape and stuff like that. But then when you know when Twitch came along, the whole thing was like gaming. You know what I'm saying? Like they they wanted to get their name out for like all these gaming companies. Like hey, broadcast your games on on Twitch. Like this is this is what we're doing, right? Like we're they was so focused on just the games mm-hmm. i would say honestly they were focused more on the games than they were on the people that were streaming those games because mm-hmm. they were really 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 trying to get some some uh you know at the beginning they didn't have the rights to stream some of these games because these video game companies have never like thought of this before you know what i'm saying like to like live stream them it was yeah. one thing to have like to have like a video made from it and stuff like that and do and do some sort of walkthrough but to do it simultaneously like a lot of people were like well you know how how is that gonna happen (laughs) and um now it's just it's a giant like i would say definitely more people know what twitch is than people who don't know what twitch is at least know what it is and the whole thing of like uh um i think i think twitch is coming more into entertainment just in general with Mm -hmm. you know the irl category and and now they're doing they're about to do their own show seeing it they're like advertising like um uh, stream on or something oh like yeah that. I, I, auditions for it or something like that. i've been seeing the the advertise commercials for that something like that i, I don't remember what it's called exactly but, yeah it's stream on uh yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, there's trivia shows and in esports obviously is, is like blown up so much and i think twitch really has to do with a lot of that um it's just it's crazy you know what i'm saying like just to see it grow the way it's grown and um yeah, I mean, different. I guess that's really the thing that I can say. It's just, it's just different. Like I, I would have never thought. I don't think anybody would have ever thought it would have grown as much as it did. There's definitely a whole lot of people streaming. Like, yeah. like I said, I've been here for only two years, and and you've been here for a lot longer than I have. But like, it's definitely for me. Even in two years, it has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. There's all like. An insane amount of streamers trying to make a name for themselves out there, and if I feel like if you start now, it's kind of harder because mm-hmm. it's oversaturating the website with more streamers, and yeah. it's it's still a good time. But one thing I don't like about Twitch is just the whole like IRL section, and you know, don't get me wrong, I love girls as much as the next guy but what the hell is going on with the whole IRL oh, the, all the titty streamers just sitting there like 
with their tits out yeah. and um i know yeah, i know we talked about this before but it's just like it's yeah yeah, yeah. oh my god well I, I think it's safe to say that twitch obviously i i really don't think they were expecting it to turn the way into it did like you know what i'm saying i don't think they expected all these all, all the I, i'm not gonna just say cam girls even though that's a lot of part of it but just these people that that do really like dumb stuff you know what i'm saying like they there's a guy like like for example, and I told you this, and I told a lot of people this. The one of the first things that I saw in the IRL category, it was two separate streams, right? It was one guy who literally turned his stream on and then went to sleep, and people stream were like he streamed him sleeping, <laughs> and there was about 250 people watching him, and then the per and then the stream right after that one with like the the you know little, little less amount of viewers, it was like 175 people. It was a guy. Watching the dude that was sleeping. <laughs> that was it. And so, like, at the time, I was like, I, at the time, I thought it was really fun. Like, I was like, okay, this, okay, so IRL, this is what pretty much IRL is. Like, it's just going to be, you know, like, people are just, like, making fun or, like, making jokes or something like that. And then, obviously, as we know, it kind of took a complete 180. Um, and it's become really toxic. You know, like, and and it's and it's sad too because there's some people on IRL category that travel and and just want to share their experience of traveling. Like, um, like Recful kind of gets a lot of shit for having like toxic stuff. But this past summer, I believe, you know, they were in. He was he traveled Europe and he went to Japan and all that stuff. And he pretty much streamed the entire time he was in Europe. And like he sightseed everything and everything was on stream and it was it was beautiful. And I think that's kind of what they were wanting to go for. I think that's more of the content they were trying to lean for with IRL, mm -hmm. as well as like the people that would sit down and just talk to their community and have like a like a web show or something like that. I think that's what they were trying to do. Mm -hmm. um, but then obviously, like I said, you, you just see the amount of people that are moving over to Twitch from different back then from from different websites, and you know the this certain you know uh, these certain people uh, you know people that are camings you know. Uh, webcaming sites and, and you know, stuff like that see that as an opportunity to 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 generate income and to have an audience because they understand that a lot of these people on twitch are you know kind of growing males you know mm -hmm. and like, obviously that's going to appeal really quickly to them kids uh hitting puberty and growing up between like the ages yeah. of like 14 to 17 and yeah. they see a girl with a pretty face and they're just like oh my god this is the greatest thing ever uh, yeah. here, take yeah. my money take they're all lucky. my money they're, and they're lucky they are for they're 14 now and they have this stuff for free and they don't have to hide it you know they don't have to delete their history i mean i was 14 and twitch was still a thing then i think what was that damn like eight years ago yeah so no yeah twitch wasn't even a thing it's like i had to you know use incognito mode Shit like mm -hmm. that and try to sneak in the bathroom or something like that so these kids have it easy nowadays with uh finding some, some spank bank content yeah def i definitely agree with you with that <laughs> one like w w it, it blows my mind that there's people that there's guys that donate an insane amount of money to these girls it's just like why yeah do you think like she's gonna have sex with you or something if you donate all this money like no she's yeah. gonna take your money be thank be thankful and be like all right thanks bye <laughs> yeah yeah but when I first heard of the IRL category being released that's what I was thinking what you were saying with people traveling 
and just sitting down talking with their audience like sometimes yeah. there's some days you just don't even feel like gaming and streaming you just want to like yeah. sit down and talk with your audience yeah. and that's fine i don't see like i said like that that's cool some people are really good at that um and that's cool to watch sometimes you know have some good uh good music going on and, and if you got stories to tell then by all means sit in the chair play some chill tunes and tell it tell your stories you know like that's that's cool for some people yeah i don't have a problem with that exactly i have i have no problem with that either it's that's what it's meant for but like you said you have these um girls dressing provocatively and like i said i love girls as much as the next guy but it's just this is Twitch. This is meant for gaming. This is for us to get away from our real life problems for a couple yeah. hours, sit down, game, mm-hmm. talk with our friends that we make on Twitch, and that's it. Gaming. That's the main structure of Twitch. But it's yeah, yeah, and 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 I agree with you and all that stuff. But I would definitely say even before the IRL category was a thing. The people that we were talking about earlier in the podcast with, you know, they were they were trying to get started and stuff like that. Um, a lot of people are saying, you know, like they're stealing the, like these girls are stealing viewers like they don't want to watch anything but these girls, which, you know, for some for some of those viewers. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, you here, here's another thing with with when you need to have like this mentality of like of really just focusing on yourself. Like, don't like, yeah, OK, I get it. Like, it's it's changing the whole thing on twitch is changing the whole uh environment right like it's a certain thing in the environment now but like you still need to just focus on yourself like that's not at this point that's not going it's not going anywhere right like and we can sit here we can we can talk about it and, and say this this fucking sucks like you know whatever like yeah that's all true but you know okay i mean are, are we just gonna sit there and, and constantly use that as an excuse because I'll tell you right now, even before the IRL category was existed, people found other things to 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 bitch about, mm-hmm. to say, to like give like excuses for why they're not being as successful as some other people, you, you know. And, and it, it's like, I would definitely say this is the worst excuse or, or most valid excuse, but it, it's still what it is, right? It's an excuse. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's there's still many ways to make yourself successful on twitch you you don't just have to show off your body there's people that like um our friend blink uh she watches uh skyhooks and she makes like some awesome art and you know she's not she's not like showing off her body or anything she's just making some great art and she's gotten pretty big off of that and it's that she's using her creative abilities to put a name for herself out there and well, there's people that I've seen people play piano live on stream or guitar yeah. or uh, drums and stuff, and yeah. that's just a whole other way to put themselves out there. Um, and there's people that are just ridiculous at a game. Some people that speed run, like I know of, uh, uh, what's his name, Trihex? Trihex, yeah, Trihex. He, uh, I was watching him stream Mario Odyssey speed running it. He beat it like in yeah. an hour. Like yeah. that is the Super Mario Odyssey in an hour. That is. Just crazy, so there's definitely yeah. a, a whole lot of different ways to to make a name and put yourself out there, and yeah. stop looking at others and comparing yourself to them and just focus on yourself. Yeah, you'll never you'll never get anywhere, and it goes back to the whole cycle. Like if you compare yourself to others, you know, 
Like, you're already having to compete with yourself from your last stream. How do you better yourself? You have to better yourself every stream. Like, don't focus on... Now, now you're just wasting more valuable resources and your time to have to worry about, okay, am I doing better than these other people? Like, don't worry about that. Just worry about yourself. Focus on yourself. Focus on uh, bettering the overall quality of yourself and then worry about the, about your stream and and you'll be fine. Definitely. I definitely agree with you. Just focus on yourself. Keep moving forward and just don't look back and uh, people people always said like look at your past broadcasts and see what you did right and what you did wrong and learn from that. And But the big thing is as long as you're Focus on the chat, entertaining, and I, I know some people come in just to see your gameplay. They don't really care about you. Uh, yeah. So maybe if you're like decent at a game, they'll stick around. But there's some people that are looking for like ridiculous people to, that that know how to play a game really well. But a lot of people are just like, oh, this guy's cool. I'll stick. I'll stay here and chat with them and stick around for a bit or yeah and whatnot. But um. Let me ask you another question. Yeah. Well, I'm going to ask you two. Uh, what is your favorite thing about Twitch, and what's your least favorite thing about Twitch? Um, favorite thing about Twitch is how easy it is to uh, get involved in communities and to meet new people. Um, I really see it as like just a new kind of social gathering site, you know? And being able to just, like, get on a website and just watch somebody or, or whatever, talk to somebody. And then also talk to these other people that are literally across the entire world. And just have, like, a conversation about, like, something that you both like or maybe have, like, contrasting ideas. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? And being able to do that, like, all centralized, um, that's probably my favorite thing. On top of, you know, the MLG gameplay from XXGO Dude XX. Uh, yeah, but, yeah um, that guy. That guy's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but my least favorite thing on Twitch—that's uh, a really tough question. Um, probably, again, kind of going back, it, it's those people that uh, focus too much on the numbers and not 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 seeing the results they would want to see from the stuff you know from the resources they're putting in. And I guess that has to do with both Twitch and Twitter, because you know a lot, of, a lot of people, a lot of these people go to Twitter to to express that. Um, and you know, I don't, I don't ever say anything, I don't ever comment onto them. But you know, these people, they don't owe you anything, and it's a privilege to to get people into your stream and, and again give you their time. And instead of just you know bitching about it on Twitter and stuff like that, like, you're just, I don't know, you're just you're just yelling into the void, like, nobody's gonna listen, nobody's mm -hmm. gonna want to watch you, you know? Yeah, definitely. I would say that, I would definitely say that's probably my least favorite thing about Twitch, though, definitely. There's people that are, like, that don't get a certain number, and they just quit streaming or end yeah. the stream and whatnot, and that's just, you're, people are just lucky to even have someone in their stream. Like, yeah. when... I first started streaming. I didn't have anybody besides my boy Blink, uh, yeah. because I told him that I was gonna sign up for Twitch and he would hang out. But like 
it was just me and him for like the longest time for like three months until yeah uh i remember uh streaming minecraft i was streaming minecraft one day and it was just by myself and i had this one guy from like from like uh the other side of the world like part of europe part of like somewhere in europe and he just came in one day and we like talked for like an hour and it was probably like what gave me more motivation to like continue streaming yeah. uh because like this person's coming into my stream because you know how many people are streaming minecraft there's there's hundreds and yeah, hundreds yeah, of yeah. people but the fact he chose mine and stuck around for an hour and we just talked about whatever it was it was very nice and that opens up your eyes a little bit more and then yeah. that's when like the snowball started rolling down a little bit more and more when more and more people started coming in and watching and it it's very humbling to like look back at it compared to like you have people that show up to the stream no matter what and those those are the best type of viewers yeah and compared to people that just come in like once a year and it's it's very humbling to see because like yeah i love twitch I'll be honest, like, <laughs> I love Twitch, it's awesome, uh, if I didn't get myself in a car crash, I would have never signed up for Twitch, I know it sounds a little, uh, weird to say, because, like, well, the, the, the story, the story with that is, I bought a brand new car, and me and Blink, we're gonna go to a party, and... I was driving and like my my car had a like a touchscreen radio in the uh, car, okay. and I looked down for a second to change the song, and the person in front of me like slammed their brakes and I didn't see it, so I crashed right into them. And whatnot, and I totaled my car and everything, and uh, thankfully me me and my best friend Blink we were fine. It was awful. It was very traumatizing, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, after that. I went home, and the next day I woke up. I didn't have a car. I didn't have anything, and I just loaded up my PS4, and I was just kind of looking through it. And I went to the to the PlayStation Store, and I saw Twitch, and I was like, "What the hell is Twitch? Like, I don't know. Like, let me look at it." So I downloaded it, made an account, and started like going through it, and I'm like. I clicked on a random stream and it's just someone playing video games and talking to their audience. I'm like, oh, this is not bad. I could probably do this. Like, I have no, like, nowhere to go. I have no car. Let me just try it. And then ever since it's been history, and here we are, almost two years later. Uh, two years later. I hit my two year anniversary on the 11th of this month. Nice. And. Two years later, we started from zero. Now we're at seven thousand strong, and it's just been a hell of a ride. And twenty eighteen is going to be a pretty awesome, pretty awesome year with a lot of goals in mind. And speaking of that, do you? I know I asked you this before, but do you have any goals for twenty eighteen? Any um, anything in particular you want to accomplish for the year of twenty eighteen? I mean, you know, like you, 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 you always want to be like, um, uh, for a lot of people, like the, the goal is partnership, right? Like uh -huh. that's something that they, that they aspire to do. 
Um, I mean, it would be it'd be awesome to get partnership this this year. Obviously, like I'm, that for me to not to say that would be dumb. Like that'd just be not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, I want to do a lot more than that. Like, I, I just I want to keep again, just like keep bettering myself. Like, I feel like I'm not even even close to what I could possibly do, just in terms of like me being entertaining and me uh, really just trying to you know find where I'm supposed to be like like I'm not saying I'm like lost right but it, it's like I don't I don't really know I don't really know how to explain it like it's just you just I just want to be more focused I guess I would definitely I guess one goal I would really like to have would be to just like finally like it's hard having like a set schedule when mm-hmm. you work full time and then you go to school full time mm-hmm. as well and it's just really hard to find time to just make a schedule like I, I I I'm I've always been hesitant in like making a schedule because I always feel like I don't know I always feel so bad when I when I just miss a day you know and, mm-hmm. and like even the day becomes two days and two days becomes three and so on and so forth and that just looks really bad on on me as a as a person and stuff like that like it says a lot about somebody so I guess one thing would be to like you know I graduate college this year so once I finish school in like August hopefully. I can have like a set, set set schedule, like just people will definitely know when I'll go live, for how long I'll be live and stuff like that. So, um, but besides that, no nah, man, I just just keep doing what I'm doing. Um, I guess meet meet you can always meet more people. Mm-hmm. Definitely uh, talk to more people and and uh, hang out in in more people's streams and just you know share share that community sense that you know Twitch is really supposed to be about. Yeah, big a big community all hanging out, having a good time. No competition really with each other. It's just it's all it's all a big support system on Twitch. It's yeah, definitely. It's it's hard to have a set schedule, and I, one thing that kind of made me mad, like at at the beginning of streaming on Twitch, is I used to stream like a lot, like a lot, a lot, like every day yeah. for like hours. And then uh, that just drains you after so many days of streaming for so many hours. It drains you. So you have to like take like a day off, and like people get pissed at you for taking a day off. Like it's like, dude, are you serious? Like I have to set aside some time for myself, rest up, get myself mentally prepared for like another month of streaming. Like I just can't keep streaming be- like constantly every day for like eight hours or whatever, and and just be completely fine with it it's it's very draining very taxing on your body and brain definitely and it's just and then you you kind of start to lose viewers and that's ridiculous like i'm not gonna watch this guy because he's not streaming every day like bro like come on i have i have a life i understand these people are like teenagers because when i was like 15 16 I had nothing to do. I just went to school, and I mean, I did play football in the fall, but after that, I just went to school and then went home. Yeah. And yeah. now, I'm 22 years old. I was working two jobs. Going to be starting a, a full-time construction job here soon, and it's it's hard to maintain a consistent schedule with Monday through Sunday. Try to stream like three hours each day is just. Some people can do that, and congrats to them. Yeah, but I, I, I just, 
Yeah. Yeah. Some people can do. Um, I, I saw. I read this this blog post once, and it was it was, you know, uh, how to how to gain success on Twitch. And I'll tell you right now, for any like, all those things are like they they help, but there is no formula to be successful on Twitch. Like obviously, right? Like I think yeah. we all should, I think we all know that. Yeah. And uh, one of the things though that that's actually a really valid point. Again, it comes down to scheduling. Is you know, for these people that are not in school and they work, you know, nine to fives. Um, there's people that, you know, it's like, you know, getting used to the lifestyle of doing a nine to five and then five to nine. It's like, you go to, you go to work nine to five and then you stream and obviously you, you don't get home at exactly five, but yeah. you know, and, and that sort of sense of like, you know, making that a habit and, and, and you know, and doing that, it, it just comes down to scheduling again. And, um, people, when people know when you go live and stuff like that, that, that definitely helps. And, and, and you know. Uh, making sure people understand when you're not live is also because when you stream every day and then you don't go live one day, uh, like people obviously are going to notice it more. Mm-hmm. So, and and I guess that's why a lot of people like myself really want to have like a sort of set schedule that way. When I'm not live, people it's not a surprise. Yeah, like sometimes people are like, "Oh shit, this person just went live! Holy crap, it's been like three years. What's going on?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's just it's a thing about Twitch. Also, it's it's kind of a luck of the draw, really. Yeah. Like some people gain success super fast early, and they get partnered right away. Or some people spend like five, like like five, ten, twenty, thirty their whole lives on this website, and never find any kind of like success. And it's definitely not cut out for everybody. Like, yeah, like, luck definitely plays a part in it. Yeah, it's 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 all really how how serious are you about this about this whole yeah. Twitch thing? Um, but let me ask you another question. When what was what was the first game that you streamed when you were on Twitch? Oof. I had to think about that. Actually, no, I don't. I actually know what it was. It was, um, so the the craze at the time were, you know, cry, right? You know, you know, cry, right? Like, yeah. Like chaotic, cryotic. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say his name. It's been like eight years, and I don't know how to say his name. But cry, um, him, and then PewDiePie back in the day before he was the, the thing he is now. Um, he was actually like a really cool YouTuber to watch, and the two like the game. <clears throat> they played most was like Amnesia, The Dark Descent, and that was that was the first game that I ever streamed on Twitch. And it wasn't the game itself, but people were able to make uh, custom stories of the game, like like, like a mod. Of having to play the campaign. Yeah, exactly, just like a little mod level or something like that of the game. And I loved playing those; like it was so much fun to play those. And I figured, you know, what what like why not? I'll stream it. I'll give it a shot on you know. And this was. Probably about mm, maybe like six or seven months after I had started Twitch. I was after I was on Twitch, um, and it was okay. I, I would get like groups. I would get like fifteen, twenty viewers and stuff like that, which was awesome, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but I, that was like, but that was back when I was in, you know, I was like a freshman, sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, like I never, I never took it seriously. I, I streamed like one or two times a week, just whenever I felt like it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it was a lot of fun. And like I had like a really crappy computer, a really crappy webcam, a really cap, uh, crappy microphone, but I made it work. And I think that's what's important. Yeah. And obviously, I think like back then it was more uh, forgiving than it is now. But yeah, I just made it work. Nice. But yeah, that was the first game I ever streamed on Twitch, and um, I'm not I'm not ashamed to say that. Like like I said, it was a really popular game with it, and um, I, I loved it. Yeah, it's pretty much the game that made PewDiePie PewDiePie and KSI their gave him their uh, their fame and wasn't it? I think it was like the free game of the month last month. I think or two months yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. On on PlayStation, it was uh, both of the both both games. Nice. Like Dark Descent and Machine for Pigs. Mm-hmm. All right. Another question. Uh, this might be a long list for you, but can you list no, 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 uh, list the games that you have streamed from like the beginning all the way till now? <laughs> yeah, I know. I told it's gonna be a long oh list, but but like yeah, the major names, major major names. Okay. Uh, like I said, I started with Amnesia. Um, and then after Amnesia, I went to, um, Gary's Mod. I've heard of Gary's Mod. Um, yeah, Gary's Mod. I played, like, a lot of, um, uh, Prop Hunt and, um, uh, Death Run, I think it was what it was called. Um, and then from Gary's Mod, I went to, uh, World of Warcraft. Streamed a little bit of World of Warcraft. And when I started streaming World of Warcraft, uh, that's when I was watching Soda Poppin'. That's when he was, like, kind of first hitting the scene. Um, it was really funny to watch him because that's when he was, like, like crazy. Like he, would, like, he would call Blizzard and, like, troll the hell out of him while he was, like, raiding or something like that. That <laughs> Like, he was, like, he changed a lot, that, like, like, a lot on Twitch. He changed a lot. And a lot of people don't talk about that anymore because it was such a long time ago. And he's, he's di- like, he's a little different now, you know. Uh, but then, man, he was, like, literally crazy. Like, he has, like, a... I think he has like ADHD or something like that, and he like wouldn't take his meds and just stream and like just go crazy, um, and that made me pick up World of Warcraft, so that was that was pretty cool. Um, then from there, uh, man, um, maybe like Call of Duty. Which one? I think I, a little, I, think I streamed a little bit of like. Um, uh, the one before uh, Black Ops 2, I think is what it was. Black Ops 2. Okay. No, no, no. No, was it? I can't remember. It was a Call of Duty, but I can't remember which one it was. But it was like way back then, and, and nobody watched me do it. It doesn't matter that much. But, um, dude, it, it's been such a long time. Like, I really don't. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why, like, I, it's really hard to say. I mean, it's been five um, years for you. Yeah. Um, besides that, though, I it was a lot of, like, I. It, I took multiple breaks, and so like, it's really hard to, for me to remember. Um, did you... I can't say, though, when I first... What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to ask, did you ever like stream Destiny? Mm... Oh, oh yeah, I sure did. But that was when that was when I, I almost started like doing it... Um, almost started, when I started streaming regularly. Um, I started streaming uh, the Fallout series... So I beat Fallout 1 and 2 on stream. And, like, nice. nobody will ever find that ever or anything like that. Because, uh, I mean, I would have, like, it was, like, the same, like, two or three guys that would come in and watch me. Um, so, yeah, I beat those games. And then I went off to, I played some Resident Evil games as well. 
um, tried to speed run Resident Evil Four, did not work out very. <laughs> Why? And then that I I don't know because well one of the one of the, my favorite streamers when we became good friends, um, he used to go by Dudley C underscore, but now it's just Dudley. Um, he kind of was like one of the first people that started doing like. Uh, speedrunning on Resident Evil and like he did it like a, a lot on uh, Resident Evil 3 uh, and that was really cool to watch to see him do like strats and stuff like that and and um, and that introduced me to other speedrunning and, and stuff like that so I, I tried to do that myself and like I said it just did not work out for me at, at all but I also didn't put in that much practice into it so it is what it is um, then I started streaming um Streamed a little bit of FIFA, just a little bit, not a whole lot, a little bit, and then I started streaming the first Destiny. Uh, and this is when Destiny had been out for like a year already, and I think they were already on like in the second DLC or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that drew a bit of a crowd because Destiny has always been popular on Twitch, and that's pretty much when um, Fallout Four came out, and then Battlefront 2015 came out, and obviously like the rest of that's history, I started playing Battlefront. 2015 a lot, played a little bit of Fallout 4, um, definitely had a lot, most of the viewers that I ever gotten was through um, Battlefront 2015 though, and that's how I met you obviously, and I met a lot of these people, mm-hmm. and um, now it's just, now it, now at this point, I've cared less about the game I play, like I just play whatever game I want to play at this point, Yeah, and, and I just, like especially recently I just have this mentality, like I don't care, like people, if people want to watch me, they're going to. I really don't think it matters what game I play. Um, and yeah, and I've been streaming. I didn't stream yesterday, but I've been streaming kind of consistently for the past like week or so, and and people are stopping by. I've definitely noticed kind of a kind of getting a, just a few more people in every now and then, which is cool. Oh yeah, definitely. That's pretty much it. Like that 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 was a tough question. Like, like, man, just to like sit there and try to think about everything. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I mean, obviously you're not gonna name every single game, right, but right. but just like the how big. Creepy, how creepy would that have been? Been if I would like? All right, well, starting from uh, 2012. <laughs> you just pull out a piece of paper, just everything that you uh, that you played yeah, on stream. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, I already know the answer to this question that I'm about to ask, but I'm still gonna ask it anyways. Mm-hmm. Um. What game gave you the most views on Twitch so far, and what's the most viewers you had streaming that game? Um, yeah, so again, it was it was Star Wars Battlefront, twenty fifteen, um, and I believe the most viewers I ever got was. It's always like really fuzzy, but I, I it was almost two hundred, maybe a little bit more. Um, I don't. No other game has like ever made me that. Like even close to that, you know, um, and it was more because um, I definitely drew a crowd that like really liked Star Wars and liked Battlefront, even though it wasn't the perfect <laughs> game. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I really would like to say, like, I feel like a lot of part, a, a big part of it was like I was, and I'm no different now than I was then. You know, I'm still like I can be just as interactive as I was then. Um, but definitely, like, you know, being being as, like, chatty and stuff like that as I was then definitely helps. Like, people – when people come into a stream, they want to see somebody that's, like, really, in, like, enthralled in what they're doing and, and, like, talking and stuff like that. Like, it's kind of boring to, like, walk into a stream 
or like go into a stream and, and see some like literally just somebody with a webcam on like sitting there not saying anything mm-hmm. sucking in a game or something like that so plus i was like so mlg at battlefront like who would want to watch me you know? <laughs> yeah mlg that uh yeah that boba fett gameplay <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember that i remember when we uh did our 1v1 there was like 170 people watching yeah like yeah. for you i had like six and everybody was just like switching back and forth between both our yeah. streams and yeah that 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 was pretty crazy and yeah i i i remember that like coming into your stream like the chat was just flying yeah and everybody's coming in hanging out having a good time and and now like we don't see those same people anymore like almost two mm-hmm. years now it is what yeah. it is it is what it is and you know hopefully those people that aren't coming in hopefully they're doing good in life or whatnot but so the people that stuck around, hell yeah. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to you. Yeah, so uh let's take let's take a little break, like a little commercial break. Okay. Well, uh, I'd like to give a shout out to my sponsors, uh nobody. Uh okay, we're back from commercial break. <laughs> yes. Any sponsors looking to uh get a fresh new project? Yeah. Check out. No, I'm just kidding. If you guys want to sponsor this podcast, I know my mic sounds a little off right now, but uh, yeah, check check, uh, check us out and uh, <laughs> Apple if you want to sponsor or Nike, uh, Bikies actually, Babibas. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, enough about Twitch. Let's talk about something else. Uh, so let me ask you this: What is your favorite game genre? Video game genre. game genre, definitely RPGs. Like, like, definitely, definitely RPGs. Like what? One hundred percent. Um. No answer. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no man's sky. Legend, Legend of Zelda, <laughs> um, Fallout, uh, Elder Scrolls, uh, Final Fantasy, you know, stuff like that, and then MMORPGs as well. Obviously, like, like you know, like I love World of Warcraft. Um. It's just it's just being able to have these ventures and just be you know like not to worry about your own life for a little bit and just live out this crazy adventure as somebody else. That's what's always appealed to me, especially when I was a little kid. Like like Legend of Zelda like blew my freaking mind when I was when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, like what, uh, Ocarina of Time and Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, um, Wind Waker on the on the GameCube. And Twilight Princess and stuff like that. Um, played all of I played the shit out of all of them. Um, loved all of them. And uh, yeah, I also played a lot of Star Fox. Star Fox was pretty cool too. And um, yeah, RPGs. Def- I mean, I, I don't hate any of the game modes, like or any of the game genre. I'm saying if I had to pick one, that was my favorite. I, I feel like RPGs like a really general answer though. I like a lot of people like RPGs. Yeah, a lot. That's for me personally. That's my favorite game genre. I just love getting lost in a world as a character and leveling up and just getting stronger. I like starting from level one and then going all the way all the way up to level hundred while getting like better yeah. gear, upgrading your stuff and whatnot. Um, yeah. Personally, uh, my favorite RPG I've been playing so far myself is Assassin's Creed Origins. Oh yeah. Uh, 
That game is actually... It surprised me a lot. With how, Yeah, it, it's pretty dope, and it surprised me a lot to how much fun I've been having with it. Nice. It's... Uh, I, I, I like the, the history of Egypt. I've always yeah. been interested in that. And the combat feels nice. And the, the you get like stronger. It has it has like the same colors when you get better gear, like blues, rare, per, uh, purples, like super rare, whatever. Yellows, like yeah. legendary, whatever. Uh, I put like sixteen hours into that game so far, and I've I've been having a lot of fun. It, it's definitely a game I recommend people checking out uh, sometime. And Another RPG I've been looking forward to is Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, they're saying it's going to come out this year, but I highly I highly yeah. doubt it. Yeah. It, it's, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah, but it's... It's going to come out probably sometime either Christmas, around the Christmas time, or be delayed to like next summer. Yeah. That's, that's my guess. But I'm look, definitely looking forward to Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay, so what's your least favorite game genre? MOBAs. MOBAs? MOBAs, MOBAs, MOBAs. Like, yes. uh, like Paragon? Dota, Paragon, Heroes of the Storm, Smite. I, I can't stand those games. Um, I played... I, I, I've played League of Legends before, like, like yesterday. Or yesterday? Why would I? Why did I, the hell did I say yesterday? <laughs> um, like... Like a long time ago, long time ago, like when League was, not when I wouldn't say when League first hit the scene, um, but definitely like in its early days, I played a lot, uh, played a pretty decent amount of League with friends and stuff like that, and and a lot of Dota, uh, Dota two, um, but it's just man, I I just I can't, I I don't I don't, I really don't know what it is anymore with that with the with those types of games. It's just so, I don't know. It's just like. I don't know, like it, like it's just a small arena, and then people fight. But then there's also like, like like you you hear like you see, and there's trying to be like strategies. But realistically, if there's no strategies, you just have one guy hiding in a bush, and then you have one person watching each lane. And then like I don't know, man, I just can't get into it. Um, I don't I don't I don't you know shit talk people that like it and stuff like that. There obviously people can like their own stuff, but I just I find no entertainment whatsoever especially mm-hmm. playing those games like just at all definitely not your uh your favorite uh, yeah, definitely. yeah i don't know i've watched league of legend players i've seen some paragon gameplay and i just i don't know it's just weird man i don't know can't get into it and it's crazy how much money league of legend tournaments make oh yeah it's like like now they have their own league um and like the LCS and stuff like that, and uh, they obviously have that tournament, the uh, uh, TI, I think is what it's called, the International. I think I'm pretty sure that's with League of Legends. And it was like multi million. I think like first place took like five million dollars or something like that, or maybe it was a million dollars. I don't. know. It was like it was crazy. Like it's a million dollar, like multi million dollars now. Industry, like like just this one game, like rolling in the dough. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it's it. It is insane how much money is on the line for these, for these tournaments, League of Legends and whatnot. It's oh, win two hundred fifty thousand dollars or 
won a million dollars for winning this tournament. Like just for a video game. It Yeah. It is mind blowing, honestly. It's it, it's crazy. Like now there's turn there's uh the Overwatch League. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you I, think of that? I'm I'm really high I've been hyped for it for a while. I've been trying to get people to, to be more hyped about it. Like I think I think it's gonna bring uh, because it, it, it's it's like it's its own entity. Like like we were just talking about a league with like League of Legends, Dota, and stuff like that. But those are it's those are still like a string of tournaments from like different term, tournament organizers. Uh, Counter Strike is also another good example. Like uh, you have different or you have like DreamHack and uh, E League and ESL, ECS, but like all these different tournament like esports organizations contributing to these you know tournaments and stuff like that but overwatch overwatch league is, is really the first thing that we're gonna see where it's just it's it's like it's sport it's sports that's what it is it's just sports you know you have teams like you know like teams representing cities now um and you know wins count for this this many points and stuff like that um just from watching the preseason last month um i'm really excited for it and and like more people are getting hyped for it the production value is awesome. I, I was not expecting the production value to be professional and all, like really cool as it was. Um, I'm yeah, like I said, I'm really excited. I got uh, a bunch of like gear for like the Houston Outlaws. That'll be the team I support. So I got a shirt, I got a hat, I got a uh, lanyard, um, got a jersey. So I'm ready, man. I'm ready. It starts in five days. It starts on Wednesday. Uh, you said that they're not. Gonna- uh, that they they're not gonna stream it on Twitch, or they're gonna stream it on a different that, website. Yeah, so they're it's um they're doing it on MLG TV, which is kind of weird, but at the same time, MLG TV and, and I, I see why because MLG MLG TV. I don't know if you've ever been on there before, but if you go on there, uh, on the right side where there's the you can like there's different tabs like you have the chat and stuff like that. There's also something where you can see like player profiles for like the, the players that are playing. You can look at their app, like their like if they're support. You can see their average heals or their average uh, defense a game or something like that. If they're DPS, how many eliminations they have and stuff like that, and keeping track of like their overall season stats as well as the series stats, which is really cool. Like it, it like they really flaunt that with like the Call of Duty um, stuff, like Call of Duty World League and stuff like that, which is kind of cool. Uh, being able to see like player profiles and stats, and uh, and you can also do like predictions of like who's gonna win. Um, that and Twitch doesn't really offer that. Like you have to go to like an external site. However, I, I do see if it, Overwatch League is really really successful, which I think it like as successful as I think it's gonna be, then I think t- that might be ne- Twitch's next big thing they kind of go towards is creating this sort of because every other esports on Twitch. You know, like literally every other esports. is. So they're going to try to bring Overwatch League over that. And this is just my prediction. They're going to incorporate some sort of player profile thing on the side where you can go into a different tab, but remain on the same page um, and be able to look at these stats. And, and that, that's the only edge that, that MLG.TV has over has over Twitch. Mm-hmm. So that has to be the reason why they decided to go that way. Yeah, because when I started hearing about all this Overwatch League stuff, I'm like, oh, damn, like, Overwatch is growing, like, a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
I mean, Overwatch is one of the most popular multiplayer games out there, and yeah. a lot of people love to play yeah. it. Yeah. It's it's very competitive yeah. and balanced in a way. Um, obviously, no one, no character is better than the other. Each character has his own flaws, and it's yeah. it's crazy how much Overwatch has has grown and expanded and gotten bigger over the years, and now it has a league and just so much money coming from it and yeah it's crazy it's it, it's honestly crazy yeah you know a lot of, a lot of our twitch friends play overwatch and they're very good at it and very competitive at it and yeah. it's just yep. it's mind blowing how how big overwatch is oh yeah oh yeah you know how about how about that uh for honor you know that that <laughs> <laughs> I gonna start like a league with that game and stuff like that and uh they just never i remember being just so excited for that game like years ago years ago when they first announced it like e3 2015 seeing like the first trailer and i was like so hyped for it and at the time nobody was talking about it and then all of a sudden they like they come back again uh, the the following year and then like talk more about it show more and then people finally start to get hype over it and then what they release is like like just so, I wouldn't say it was the biggest letdown of a video game ever, but it was definitely like high up there. Yeah, like yeah. I definitely had I definitely had fun moments playing that game, but it's it for a game that was supposed to be like, like they were supposed to take pride in like having like really good, like a really good combat system, which it was a it was it was a new combat system, like a combat system nobody's ever seen before, mm-hmm. which intrigued a lot of people, including myself, and it could have been really successful, but they just never. They just couldn't get it right. Like, it was just not optimized. Uh, button registration was really bad, which obviously causes rage and stuff like that. So, I, on top of it, that game, like, the servers were always messed up. Oh, my I God. Like, even, to the, even to this day, I don't think the servers like, yeah. people dropping out, like, un, like at a, unexpectedly and stuff like that. So Yeah, like, you just get you're, – you're playing, and all of a sudden, like, oh – uh, looking for a match or leaving match, or you just get yeah. dropped out of nowhere. Like, wow, really? Okay, yeah. thanks. But it, uh, yeah, For Honor was a fun game. It had its fun moments, but uh, it just wasn't executed properly. Yeah, I wanted to like be competitive with that game and whatnot, and people just were. Doo-doo heads. Yeah, doo-doo heads, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, let's put it that, doo-doo heads in the yeah. game. Um, that was a disappointing game. Uh, another disappointing game for me was uh, Battlefront 2. Okay. It, and like, we haven't, like, I haven't actually, like, been able to sit down and talk to you about this because, obviously, this is a game, this is a series of games that, like, we, we genuinely care about. Mm-hmm. And we both saw, you know, set aside, set Twitch aside. We just saw us having a lot of fun with the game. Oh yeah, we put in and so much, so many hours into the game. It's ridiculous. Now, do you think? Let me ask you this though. Let, do you think because we had so much fun playing the first game, we put so many hours into the first game? You think it set like kind of like this unrealistic expectation? Yes. That this was supposed to be, you know, that times, a, like a million. Yes. Uh, okay. Loot boxes and stuff. I don't really care that much as people are making it 
out to be. Sure, it's kind of a shitty system, but what I was looking forward to is the gameplay. Uh, yeah, really just the gameplay. and It felt solid. It felt like definitely an improvement from the first game, but I just... There's just something about it that just... I Okay, I streamed Battlefront like a couple days ago, Battlefront 2, and I got bored after like 45 minutes. Like, I just... I just couldn't get myself to play it as much anymore, and it makes yeah. me sad because, like, that was my game, you know? Like, Battlefront yeah. 2015, that was my game. And I was like, Battlefront 2 is going to be my game also. It's going to be bigger, better, more maps, more heroes, better gameplay, and it's just kind of flopped in a way for me. It's not yeah. a bad game. It was just something that I was totally not expecting. Okay. Okay, so so really, your your thing is about the, and or I guess lack of, yeah, just not enough to do. Yeah, not not enough uh, game modes. Here versus so villains, you, you have your spinners. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that like, you know, they obviously they've promised free DLC and stuff like that for the for the life of the game, and assuming they still do that because obviously that's under that's under controversy right now. Um, do you see? The, the game just in general picking it back up once they start releasing more of that content or do you see it being or or do you see it being more of like the same situation we have with Battlefront 1 where you know obviously it was four separate DLCs but they released it like four months at a time and then like it would get a surge in gameplay but then after like two weeks like that's what it felt like two weeks mm-hmm. and it would just and like it would just die back down again uh yes with uh with the dlcs i'm glad it's free and whatnot but i just want like more i want more game modes uh yeah the dlcs were okay i played as finn and phasma they're they're all right you know they're but we're at but i want to play as grievous uh windu obi-wan um with the first battlefront i had a lot of fun with uh Outer Rim. Okay. Outer Rim was probably my favorite DLC, but every DLC after that was kind of flopped. It. Yeah. yeah. Bespin looked nice. Don't get me wrong. Bespin looked nice. It was beautiful, but. Eh. And yeah. the Death Star was just. Oh my god, dude. The Death Star DLC was so bad. It. it yeah, I, I woke up. Sad. I, What's. <laughs> I woke up at three in the morning to download the DLC. Yeah, yeah stream like 12 or maybe 24 hours the first hour i was bored with it i was like wow yeah. this is all it has like this is like I, i'm not trying to sound like a spoiled gamer with with that but with the new dlc you're expecting you know a, a good amount of content but the death star was just so so bad i didn't yeah. like it um and then scarif i like scarif scarif dlc was was cool. Yeah, Scarab was pretty cool. Yeah, with Scarab the cool. with the game mode, we have to infiltrate uh, the yeah. U, the U wing from the beginning all the way to the to the gate. Yeah. Go in, steal the tapes, and then get yourself back out. That 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 was pretty cool. That was pretty interesting. Uh, really cool game mode. But uh, yeah, so so like back to like what I was saying. Do you see it? I guess it, it's one thing to hope for that, but it's another thing to, like, see if it's actually, like, possible for it just to be, you know, like, 
like do you see do you see Battlefront two being uh I don't think it's completely dead yet, but do you see it being revived? Is there any way to revive it? I don't think so. If so, what would it be? You don't think so? Uh, I mean, obviously, like you said, new DLC is going to come out. A whole surge of players are going to come in, play for like two, three weeks or a month. Try the stuff out and then finish it. Yeah, and then something else. Yeah, then go back to like some other game that they're enjoying, that they're consistently playing. Um, it's just that's just how it's going to be until something like amazing comes out that keeps people playing even longer. Yeah. And what that will be, I have no idea. Until so you, you don't even have a, like an idea of like what you would do in this situation, like if you were EA or if, if you were Dice, excuse me. If I if I were Dice, I would add extraction. That was a good game mode. Okay. I would add more heroes and villains. Um, like I said, I personally don't really care about the loot boxes and stuff. Yeah. You can have all the great. You can have all the greatest cards and stuff, but. Yeah, and that, that's a good point. Like, like, like the start of the game when obviously the rates were still like you were able like you were able to purchase in game currency and stuff like that mm-hmm. um i was already facing people in my first three or four games that had like spent like drop stacks on them and i was killing people or people like one or two people would kill me and they would have like you know like level 20 something already officers or yeah. trooper or, or, or assaults or something like that and then like at the end of the game i'd be i'd finish top of the board yeah exactly you know like the... and like i got still dick like that game i would i think it's i think it's safe to say that Battlefront 2 is a more difficult game. Yeah. Play. Yeah. Like, it takes, in my opinion, I think it takes skill. I don't think it took a whole lot of skill to play the first game. No. In my f- opinion. First one, just run and, around, shoot, and exactly. yeah. And hopefully you can find a hero pickup, you know? Yeah. And now it's, you have to actually have to try. And so you can actually, like, be a hero and stuff like that. And, 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 Honestly, I don't. One of the one of my gripes for the game, and I, I don't think the, any of the heroes are perfect. I think like every hero kind of has like a just like this weird thing about them. Um, I would say a lot of them they just feel too weak, and mm-hmm. I think that obviously that's like a that's like a huge like argument with like a lot of people. Like I do think some of them are pretty weak. Um, I'm not saying they need to be as strong as they were in the first game, but you know some sort of, I mean damage resistance or something like that that would be really helpful yeah like in the first game the heroes were unstoppable like you had to get a whole army of infantry to take them down and I think that's how it should be with with heroes and villains in the Star Wars universe and Star Wars Battlefront games the in the second game they just feel like infantry just with better weapons and better skills you you walk into a room and you're dead You're, you're so screwed but like in the first yeah, game, yeah. in the first game, you're Vader or like Luke, you block everything. Yeah, literally everything. And yeah. like, and I remember, and I remember from the first game. I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, it's I, fine. I remember from the first at the start of the first game, or or no, it wasn't right at the start because at the I remember, and you probably remember this too. But when they first released the game, heroes were timed. So instead of like heroes, like instead of having like a health bar, you still had the health bar, but like the health, your health bar was also a timer. Mm-hmm. So your like Vader would be like 120 seconds or so, something like that. I can't remember. It's been like a long time, but and like the more people hit you, the less time you had. Which obviously like that was a terrible mechanic. I don't know why they did that. <laughs> you know, usually, like in the first patch, it was gone. But at that point, and then at that point, they just increased a lot of people, a lot of the heroes' HP, and they pretty much became tanks. 
and and that was a whole separate like gripe on the game on that game. I mean, that game had a lot of issues, but it was also a really fun game. Um, and I think I don't know, but I also think the same thing with Battlefront Two. I don't hate Battlefront Two. I think it's a I think it's a good game. I don't think it's a bad game. I think the whole Especially now, if people still talk shit about the loot box thing, about it being tied to the progression system, I don't, I don't, I don't, um, I don't really believe that shit. Like, I, I think people are just now making excuses to make excuses, and they just don't want to put any sort of time. And yeah, okay, like they're gonna stay. Basically, they're gonna tell me, okay, well, there's some, there's, there's some people that don't have the time to to grind or whatever. Yeah, okay, well, it took me literally like. Four hours of game time to unlock every hero. Four hours. Four hours. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, it wasn't the way that wasn't the way they originally planned it, and you know, people talking shit and stuff like that, and people complaining, had them change it and stuff like that. But people are still making this excuse and still making jokes about the whole like loot crate system, and again, being tied into the progression system. That's just a load of shit now. Mm-hmm. And I think people just don't want to play the game now because it's not, it's not what the, it's not what the um, influencers are playing. They're going back to the normal game. They're going back to their Counter Strikes. They're going back to their Call of Duties. They're going back to their Destiny Two. They're going back to their fucking I, whatever and and Battlefields and stuff like that. So um, I think it has more to do with uh, because I well another thing is I'll say is like once they in my opinion they they pretty much fixed the whole thing when they took out the in-game currency. In my opinion, in my opinion, the game still wasn't perfect then, but it, but the biggest complaint I thought so was was done. I really did. I really did. I go, okay, they turn that off. Everything's gonna be okay now. And then people just like kept finding excuses to be mad about. And like you have people that are mad. At, they don't want to play the game because of like, oh well, I, I why can I play Darth Maul on Hoth, uh, you know, against uh, against stormtroopers? Like, like really? That's the reason <laughs> you don't want to play the fucking game? Really? Like, fuck! Like that's dumb. That's stupid. Yeah, like how you... like I feel like Dice and EA like they can literally do they can literally they can literally be like tomorrow they could tweet out if you one were were price slashing the game the game is now thirty dollars anywhere base price like is thirty dollars now we're still doing free DLC once you get the game you're gonna have every hero already and there's just gonna be one of those little fucker on like the Battlefront Reddit which is one of the most toxic Reddits that you can ever be on and he's gonna be like. Um. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh. I just think that it's not fair that the uh, uh assault class has a really good blaster to start off with. So I'm just not gonna play uh that because I usually play uh specialist, <laughs> and the specialist starting gun is pretty bad. So you know, fuck EA, loot crates, low, o- omega low. <laughs> it's, dumb. it's dumb. They like. EA and Dice, they're they're and obviously EA is a shit company. Like uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try and defend EA. It's more of Dice because Dice is a good company. They have really good people, and I hate seeing them getting dragged across the floor because of of what EA is trying to force upon people, especially with a with a with a, a name like Star Wars, right? Like that's so big, even right like right now, especially over the last few years. But man, like it's just, they're just I I don't want to call Battlefront Two a lost cause. I, I still have hope for it, but it's just like they can literally do anything, and like they, I just feel like they're still not going to win people over. Oh yeah, I and definitely, to, I definitely agree with you. Like, it's the player's fault at this point, in my opinion. It, it's the player's fault. It's not Dice's fault. Yeah, like 
I, I, sorry, I just went on a rant. No, no, it's fine. No, I completely. Like, this is a passionate subject for both of us. Yeah, for a lot of people that we know, and and we have input that some people just don't. They don't have that input, so. Yeah, because the fact that we've been playing this game for so damn long, and yeah, uh, we've been through everything with Battlefront from 2015 yeah. to now, from the 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 one shot uh, Lando shot. In the first Ooh, game, oh my god, that was, that, that was such that, a rough that, time. Just imagine the people that were complaining about this game played like had to play through that shit. That was a dark and time. Could literally one shot you from the map. One shot you. That one shot. Like Vader, Vader, you were Vader, and he would one shot you. <laughs> and that was in the game for like four months. <laughs> because the only ever time they updated the game was when they released the damn DLCs. I don't understand. I definitely agree, dude. That game, that game died way. That game died way too early, and the reason that the first Battlefront died way too early is because they did not sustain it. That is why. Yeah, they every time. And, I mean, every, there was a lack of content at the beginning of the game, but it's mostly because they didn't sustain it. Did, oh yeah, and then when the game when Battlefront 2015 came out, four maps. Four four maps. Four three maps. Heroes, <laughs> three heroes of beasts on the light side and the dark side. Which, by the way, at the start of the game, the light side heroes Luke, Han, and Leia were absolutely terrible. <laughs> you could not win a freaking game of heroes versus villains as the light side <laughs> ever. Ever. It was so bad. As so, such, a, Vader was such was an absolute tank. Still is to this yeah, point. He was crazy. He was crazy. <laughs> Absolute take. Take so much damage. Like I would rather I would rather go against one of like like an ATST. Like I would <laughs> rather literally be like an officer in Battlefront two with my little ass blurg with like ex, uh, fucking explosive rounds and improved burst against a fucking ATST than literally go against any form of Vader, especially for the first fucking game. <laughs> oh man. I, I okay, with everything you said I agree. Um starting with the Battlefront Reddit uh, I I remember I went in one day, scrolling through the the topics and everything, and then I clicked on one, and it was a guy complaining like, "Oh, they gotta fix like the cross arrow stuff. Like, why is Ray fighting Maul on Naboo? Like, it's like, shut up! Like, that's awesome. I know I know it's not canon or whatever, but you st it's still fun to see. It's still it's part of the game. Yeah. It, it gives you more options to. Just imagine that. Imagine they restricted heroes. Like you can only play these certain type of heroes on this map during this era. That'd be so shitty. That would honestly be yeah. very shitty. I just don't understand yeah. why people are complaining about that. It's just it's just the thing to do now. You know, it's just memes and stuff like that. And and again, we go back to these people that that uh, these influencers. And I made a post on Twitter about about these people that. EA pick to go to you know like uh, E3 and EA Play and stuff like that to be like these people and I'm not saying all I'm not saying all of them right like huge shout outs to like uh, Battlefront updates and Dash Star and Star Wars Explained and even though I give these guys shit um, a lot because I don't really watch their content but Star Wars HQ I, I get it I get why they picked them right but like there's all, you also have these people that like they're because they're just they're just people know them that's it like they don't play their games they, they yeah. and like they also shit on these games too that's what i don't understand you constantly call on these people to like advertise your game and then like they will literally like play it for two weeks on their stream or on on their youtube get their revenue out of what they want to get out of because it's still a new game whatever and then move on back to something else move on back to whatever they want and then when people like bring it up they're like why why would i play that shit game 
and then they continue to get like you know invited to these expos like like i don't understand yeah i i, I don't get it <sighs> and that just makes it so toxic and that just and that we're seeing the repercussions of that now because these influencers are telling these people that you shouldn't be getting these games because of loot crates uh, and fucking playing raid against my mom you know like people are so easily influenced and like like it's swaying them to like never touch these games mm-hmm. and it's annoying like uh there's someone that we know that said, I'm not going to buy Battlefront 2 because of loot crates. Like, this is the sole reason why they're not playing it. Like, yeah, dude, shut up. Like, there's so much more to the game than loot crates yeah. that make the game fun. Yeah. But, like... Like... <sighs> yeah. Like, yeah. like I'm not defending... Like, I, I, we're not, I'm not trying to defend the game. No, it yeah. It has its flaws. Yeah. I can see why people were, like... Dro- driven away from it but like stop like stop trying so hard to like make sure nobody plays this game like stop because it's not a bad game and like yeah they fucked up they fucked up I'm like okay anybody would be willing to admit that they fucked up mm-hmm. but they're trying to fix it and you need to let them you have to let them mm-hmm. give them a chance that's all I'm saying man Battlefront 2 and Battlefront will always have a special place in our hearts just the fact that everything that we've been through with it and the amount of friends we have made on Battlefront and everything it'll it'll always have a special place in my heart yeah it's just the just the way Battlefront 2 went about it um oh yeah and my brother he bought me uh, a gift card uh to get 2100 crystals on Battlefront 2 and I literally can't redeem you it. You can't use them. Yeah. I literally can't redeem this dude. Deactivated. Deactivated, so. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, can I, like, yeah. I, I don't understand, dude. Like, I remember Mullet, Mullet gave me uh, a code for 500 crystals and that was pretty dope. I used them and, like, it. <sighs> Battlefront 2, man. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, with Battlefront 2, um, is there, like, something that you like about it? I know that we kind of shitted on it, we liked it, we don't like it at the same time, but, like, uh, like, do you, do you like that there's classes now? Like, assault, yeah, officer, I love, I love specialist. The, I love the classes. Yeah, I love the class-based system. Um, I love the gameplay. I think it plays way better than the first one. I think the gameplay of it is, is really good, really solid. The flying is a lot better. Oh, yeah, the uh, flying. But it's a lot better. So much more better. Um, nobody talks about that. Like, people, like, like, Fighter Squadron was probably tied for the least played game mode on the first game besides Hero Hunt. And, like, because the flying in that game was terrible. But um, the flying in this game is really good. This the mechanics, like the mechanics of the game, are really well polished. I like them. Um, like I said, it's not a boring game. It's just I don't know, man. Too much mm. negative media around it. Obviously, it's just such a Debbie Downer on it. And and of course, like like I said, the, the lack of game modes and stuff like that, lack of variety, uh, obviously pushes a lot of people away. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Speaking of Star Wars, let's talk about the Last Jedi. Okay. 
Okay. Um, okay, The Last Jedi. This is my opinion on it. I liked it. Alright. I enjoyed this it. Gonna, this is where we're going to start arguing. Okay. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I had... Uh, it, it's that my f- most favorite movie. Uh, there's some parts that were questionable. Uh, the humor was alright. Like the whole Hux and uh, and, and Poe. Uh, at the beginning, like, hello, is uh, Hux there? Any, anyone yeah. there? Like, it's like, uh, okay, I get it. It's Disney. They're trying to incorporate to uh, appeal to the kids, right? I, I guess I'm a freaking kid because I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Poe was my favorite character, like, in the new, in the whole new trilogy, whole new stories. Like, Poe is by far my favorite character. I did like, I did like Poe's, like, authority. What he, um... his, his progression in this movie was awesome. Yeah. I he... thought. I think they, I think they did a really good job with Poe's character, uh, but I don't see anybody complaining about Poe. I see a lot more people complaining about other people, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Yes, uh, Rose was completely pointless. I, I did not like Rose at all. She just had absolutely no reason to be in the movie. Uh, I still don't like Finn personally. I don't like Finn at all. He just when you say still don't like Finn, did you not like him in the first movie? No, in I I didn't like him in episode seven. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't hate him. I just, I got you. I just don't really You're like. Keen. You're not keen on him. I got yeah, you. of his character. Uh, let's see. The whole Princess Leia fight through space using the Force was very uh, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere yeah, and very that was, strange. It was really misplaced. It was really misplaced. And like I remember watching it, and I got to watch it with. Uh, we both just kind of like constantly like looked at each other. We were like. Did that just happen? <laughs> like it was kind of, it was like kind of hard to believe, you know. Like you just were like, what? Like okay. So <laughs> I've unexpected that that was by far the weirdest part. Of me. Yeah, uh, yeah, same here. That was the part that's that was really questionable for me. It was uh when I first saw it, I was like, okay, so this is how they're gonna kill off Leia. Like, all right, kind of too early in the yeah. movie to kill off like that, but okay. I'm cool with that. Whatever she. Well, well, and like for me, it's like I if honestly, it was like a catch twenty two for me because if that was the way that she died, I would have been kind of upset. I thought she deserved a much better death than that. I really did, and yeah. so, like, yeah, the whole scene was kind of weird. But I'm kind of glad that's, like, I I just when I first saw you know like obviously like they shoot the cockpit. And, like, she gets sucked into space, and, like, you see all of that. You see that whole motion. I, uh, in terms of cinematic, like, production quality and stuff like that, it was cool. But, like, I, for, for someone as, like, sacred as, like, Princess Leia, I just don't think that she deserves something like that. Yeah. You know, I, you know how in the trailer they, they showed Kylo, uh, like, flying through space? Like, like yeah, like, aiming at her. Yeah. Like he was about to press a button and stuff like that, yeah. And then in the movie, he doesn't, and it's his uh, yeah. fighters that do, that do it for him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was... That that got me. That, that, that tricked me. I mean, I know I should have expected better, or, like... Right. But I thought Kylo, to get more into the dark side, he would have killed Leia to, like, go more of the... Of the good side, since try to like keep forcing himself back down that path and stuff like that. Yeah, because he's still split. Even at the end of the movie, he's still, yeah, like split in the middle. Um, okay, uh, I like Kylo. Uh, the the whole the the whole scene with him and his without his shirt on talking to Ray. <laughs> oh my yeah, god, 
There's so many memes about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so so many. I saw. Uh, I think ga- the ga- gamer sent me this meme on iFunny, and it was uh, pepperonis on his nipples, and like he had like a pepperoni or like a pizza delivery hat with like a pizza box. <laughs> like, the, Spider- the Spider-Man Two pizza theme was singing like going over. Uh, you gotta be kidding me! <laughs> Come on. Uh, that was funny. I saw the one where you know how Luke uh, was drinking milk out of those animals. Yeah, the blue milk. Yeah. Yeah, there was one where like, uh, oh, yeah, like Luke squeezes, go- <laughs> he squeezes out of Kylo's nipples and starts drinking the milk. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. dude. Yeah. Um, Luke's character, uh, I'm split. I I'm split on how Luke was portrayed in this movie. I was hoping he'd be more like a master, more like a like. All right, Ray, I'm gonna train you. Like you know, I I yeah. wanna, I'm I'm gonna be the best master you'll have, because Luke was this bright-eyed kid from, um, from all these movies, and he was such a hopeful, happy guy, and he was, like whatever it took, he would do it. So I was yeah. hoping maybe like he took that with him, from Return of the Jedi, to him now, but he was just such like a grumpy old man. One nothing to do with Ray. He wanted to die on there, um, which I understand why because he, well, failed Kylo, and right. Uh, he's like what I don't understand is like he saw a little bit of dark side in Kylo, and just wanted to kill him. Like right, that's not Luke. Like Luke, <sighs> no, that's just not Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker is a is a more smart it's a smarter man he's just not gonna kill someone just because he sees a little bit of dark in him well he thought like he thought like it was too late like he just failed him as a master and and just like the darkness just kept consuming it and like when he in my opinion when he finally realized that it was too late it's like there was no other choice and in my opinion he i, I thought he had to make the choice i I have, I guess, I guess this is an unpopular opinion, uh, and me and my dad kind of, like, had this fight over the phone about it, because he hated, like, he hates, hates, despises the way they play Luke's character. And, like, I'm completely on the opposite. Like, I, I really, really liked Luke's character. I really did. And I really saw the progression with him through the movie, of kind of like Yoda's, just in the sense where, like, okay... There's this person on my freaking right in front of me now who wants me to train them. I'm grumpy. I'm old. I just want to be left alone in, in, in a desolate space when nobody's around me. And it'll take a little bit of convincing. And then I'll, okay, okay, yeah, sure. We'll train you. You know, I saw, I saw a lot of similarities with Yoda in that. Now, obviously, it wasn't exactly the same. They can't do that, of course. But, like, I saw, I don't know, that whole thing with him and Ray. Uh, and him being hard on her, I just saw, I don't know, I saw, you know, flashbacks of The Empire Strikes Back, and I loved it. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see, yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think of Ray in this movie? Ray was cool. Um, I'm still... I, I loved her as a character. I was really disappointed about the whole parent thing. I think a lot of people were. Um, I was really excited to just kind of see who the parents were. 
and I was I wasn't really wanting like you know I didn't like the whole thing with like Luke being her father or anything like that. I, mean, I was convinced that like if she had to be anybody's relative in the Star Wars universe, I would want it to be Obi Wan Kenobi's. And when we found out that like, they were nobodies, that was dis- it was like kind of like disappointing. Like I-, I at least wanted like a name and a face. Like they could they could be completely new to Star Wars. They could complete can be completely new to the universe. But I at least want a little lore on their on the parents. Um, and I want to see faces. I want to have names. And just in like at least a last name. Like, what's her last name? You couldn't tell me the last name, really. Like, even if it's a completely different last name than anybody we've ever seen before, it's fine. I don't care. Um, that was probably the only thing that was disappointing. I, I liked the whole train. I liked how her training went with Luke. Um, I, I like because we still there's like an aura of mystery with her. Like, we still don't know if she's gonna be like fully on the light side and obviously like uh, she's not gonna be part of the dark side i'm, I'm convinced that's the case but, like ray might be the first person we see that's like kind of kind of rides the line mm-hmm. and i would like to see that in the last movie where she kind of rides the line and like at the end she just becomes like i'm just i'm just um, like i'm just in the fort like the force runs through me and i just do whatever it takes for for the force to, to keep balance and then she just like devotes herself to being a great jedi because I think that would be awesome, and yeah, I just Ray was, but, but overall, like good performance. I liked we got more progression out of it with her, and uh, continuing to do so. So I would have liked to see a little bit more of her, um, lineage of her, like yeah, her lineage, and then and then all uh, the the um, what's the word I, I'm trying to. The extent of of how of her power and stuff, we didn't really see a whole lot of that. Yeah, like the like the scene uh, right before she's like got about to meet her parents that we thought. I thought that was cool when she like uh, snaps her yeah. finger and it's just like a hundred other race snapping their fingers. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. It's pretty cool seeing like how powerful she can be. And how good of a a, a a saber wielder she is, like a fighter. When they're when, uh, oh yeah. Before I bring that up, <clears throat> with the whole um, Snoke scene, mm-hmm. I was very disappointed that that they killed off Snoke. I'm so happy. I was so glad. <laughs> what? Like Snoke is a character. Dude. I fucking hate. Snoke as a character. Why? People, because it was so annoying. Like, I was able to deal with the whole, like, Ray being, like, like, I didn't like the whole Ray being related to Luke thing, but at least I tolerated it. The fact that people wanted to say, like, uh, Snoke can't be new. He has to be Plagueis. He has to be the, one of these old, old Sith Lords from a long time, long ass time ago. Like, fuck that. I didn't find <laughs> it. I thought they did. I thought the way they introduced him in The Force Awakens was fucking terrible. I hated it. I did not like him. He was not menacing. What was the point? We saw, like, we didn't see him do shit in episode seven. And then we see him at episode eight. And he's little, like, this little, like, scrawny ass old man sitting in a fucking chair. 
I wish his I wish his death was even worse than what it was. I hated Snoke, and it's sad because I love Andy Serkis as like a like a motion actor. Like he's the one that played the motion actor of 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 of, uh, of Snoke, and he, he he's the same guy that's done um, Smeagol from like Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. I love Andy Serkis. I love him. He also played Caesar in in Planet of the Apes. But my freaking god. I hated Snoke. <laughs> there was no lore with him. There was uh, he didn't do anything. He was the worst victim in the entire in the entirety of Star Wars. I would have rather them brought back Newt Gunray to be like the main <laughs> villain for this fucking series than Snoke. I am glad he's gone. I'm glad he died abruptly. F- f- yeah, see ya, Snoke. I'm not gonna miss him. He did not contribute whatsoever, in my opinion. I mean, I was I was hoping uh, I, like, I hated him. I was hoping Snoke would be more menacing and more evil than Palpatine once. And he had the look. He had the look. Yeah, right. Like he was a very menacing looking person. But like, man, <clears throat> maybe maybe they, maybe because they executed his his kid's character wrong. But man, I just I did not like Snoke. Did you like the way that they that Kylo killed him off? I mean, it was fine. Like like I said, it, it's. It was an appropriate death for, you know, just someone that I don't think he really added a whole lot. Clearly he doesn't clearly he didn't have that much of a grasp on Kylo's sense of of loyalty if he didn't expect Kylo to just like cut his fucking body in half. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you're so one with the force and you have such a like a grasp on this on this quote unquote weak person, but then you had no idea he was gonna fucking next to you. Come on, man. Your moves are weak. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I, I, I will. I don't care. Like I, I, I don't know. I'm baffled. I, I'm just glad he's gone. Yeah, like I, I was, I was very. My, my jaw dropped when the saber cut through him and he was dead, and because I was hoping maybe in episode nine we would get like a huge chunk of his lore, or or. Maybe in episode eight we would have seen more of Snoke, but we barely saw anything of him. Yeah, and like kind of what I was hoping would happen. My predictions, like back in the day, years ago, like Kylo was gonna be turning into the the turn to the light side. Like Ray was gonna help him, and that's kind of what we got in this movie, obviously, right? Like that's kind of what they played us on to do. <clears throat> and then, and like he does that, and I'm like, cool, this is it. This is the scene, like, he's going to go to the light side now. And then the last movie is going to be, uh, like, fuck the rest of the First Order. Like, Hux is going to, like, be, like, crazy deranged now and, like, literally just start, like, nuking every freaking planet in their, in their, uh, in, like, in their space just to fucking look for these, these people. <laughs> and, like, they're going to, like, her and him are, like, going to take, take down together, take them down together and stuff like that. That was my prediction. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was leaning towards. And then, um, I don't know. I, I kind of like I, I like the the never ending conflict between Ray and Ray and Kylo though. Like it's really cool. Um, I like Kylo. I, like Kylo now. Like his scene near the end of the movie where he was, you know, he came like um, when he came out of the ATAT after like they, you know, like they shot at Luke like fifty million times. I I love it when. Like, my favorite scenes of Kylo is when he goes insane. Like, the end of Episode 7, where, like, he gets, like, you know, after he gets shot by Chewie and, like, he sees him in, like, the snowy forest. 
Mm-hmm. He's screaming at them and sweating. I fucking love that. Um, <laughs> and then the end of this movie where he's like, don't fucking stop shooting at him. And then he comes out and just, just like rushing him and stuff like that. That is awesome. That is awesome. That is when – that's the, like the best time. For, like That's like Kylo's time to shine, and I love it. I wish there was more, um, but it, like, it's it's really cool. I, li- I liked his progression as a character too, and um, I don't know, man. I, like I said, I I sound like I'm sucking this dick, like this movie's dick right now, and I and I guess I kind of am. I, like I said, I, I really enjoyed it, and I have absolutely no disrespect to anybody that like either is indifferent about it or just hated it. Yeah, um, but I don't know, man. It's just. I loved it. It was different. And that's that's like what everybody asked for and they got something different and it's just like what the fuck is this? This isn't Star Wars. They, it goes back to Battlefront and Battlefront 2. Yeah, they did they did take a uh, a completely different angle with this movie. And yeah. Some I enjoyed, some I didn't. Like I said the whole Snoke scene uh because to me personally Snoke I was hoping for Snoke to be like this huge menacing like evil character like that has way more control of the force than palpatine ever did and scary intimidating but he just got cut in half and now he's dead so now like with the whole well like at the end of the movie you saw that kid that uh used the force to bring the the broom to himself and now there's kind of no what what the hell's gonna happen in episode nine yeah, you know, like what's there's kind of no build up now. There's no uh, speculation for what's gonna happen. It's just like okay, well they killed everyone off. Uh, the rebellion's back together. Well, the resistance, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And okay, now what? Also, I did not like the ca- the the casino scene. That was what, man. I I just I, loved it. I I just didn't did I just it was so unnecessary. I like the when they're like escaping from the I guess the 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 like cops and stuff like that with like the yeah with the animals when they, when they grab the animals and stuff yeah that that was I like that that was cool but I thought there was like sort of an underlying message of like yeah uh, uh, don't abuse animals animals are people like don't get me wrong I love animals and get but like they kind of threw like a like a little SJW kind of message in there, like with the uh, "Don't keep animals in captive. Animals are people too. It's don't abuse animals." I don't know. That's kind of what I sensed a little bit when they were releasing when Rose was talking. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, the whole Finn and Rose uh, subplot was so uh, like 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 I said. I just I just did not like that. Like I like a lot of the movie. It sounds like I'm I hate every part of the movie. I don't, but those these are just some parts that I just simply just did not like because it it was just so unnecessary with with Finn and Rose. Yeah. Um, Poe like Poe was awesome when when they were on the ship and fuck uh, what was the purple hair lady's name again? Uh, Admiral Haldo. Haldo. I hated Haldo. Like, I loved her. I thought she was. Like, why are you holding out I'll, information? Like, tell yeah, the damn. I, I, like, I, I don't think we'll, I don't think we'll ever get an explanation for that. But like, I don't know. I thought she. I I think Laura Dern's a great actress, and I think she did really well. I thought her performance was good. 
I, I guess some of the content, yeah, that's like questionable and stuff like that. Why didn't she just tell him? You know, fine, okay, that's an acceptable argument I'll take. Like, but I thought it was, I don't know. I liked her character. Yeah, she made me hate. She made me hate her, and then it felt me, and then I felt really bad. <laughs> yeah, because she ended up <laughs> and killing when a herself. Can make me do that. That means. And like, I will say this. I will say this. That scene where like she goes into hyperspace and like slices in half the entire like that 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 uh, armada of like first order ships. Mm-hmm. That is the best, and I will not. I will not settle for anything less between anybody. That is that is the most beautiful and well-made cinematic moment in any Star Wars movie ever created. And I will not argue, I will not accept any other answer. Because that was perfect. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. Slices yeah, and, like, it, it goes quiet. Silent. Yeah. It goes quiet for, like, a couple seconds. That was very beautiful. That was well done. Like, that was that was perfect. But I think it should have been, it like, should've been Leia that should have done it instead of Haldo, because that... That would have been yeah, a... yeah. That would have been that. That would have been a little more fitting, yeah. obviously. But like Leia, like I, we can agree, the whole like Leia thing is just we don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. Yeah, like she's dead. Like it's kind of ironic that Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford are alive, but they're dead in the movies. Yeah, the two dead movies. Yeah. Yeah, but Leia's actually dead, and she's still alive in the movie. Like that's yeah, ironic. It'll be interesting how they. It'll be interesting how J.J. Abrams. Deals with that in in nine. I don't know. Maybe they just start out nine with a funeral of her. Like, oh, Leia died. Yeah, yeah. That's what kind of what I hope they don't do. Yeah, like I I honestly don't know what they're gonna do. What if like, cause she died when they were finished when they finished filming, uh, the Last Jedi. Yeah. So she, and then they, they confirmed that they're not gonna use CGI on her for Episode Nine. Yeah. So like yeah, I I have I have absolutely no idea how they're gonna go on with with Leia in Episode Nine. Um, yeah. But overall, good movie. wasn't really the biggest fan, like I said, but uh, yeah, I, I still list Empire as my top Star Wars movie. Um. Yeah, Empire. The uh, Return of the Jedi. A New Hope. Revenge of the Sith. Uh, Rogue One. No. The Last Jedi. Revenge of the Sith. Rogue One. Uh, Clone Wars and The Phantom Menace. You really put Phantom Menace below Clone Wars? I, I Actually, think Clone fl- Wars is the worst. Yeah, flip-flop. Flip-flop that. Only because of the mall my, scene. Like my, my, my Rogue would be... Uh, a New Hope, uh, Empire, and then honestly, I've been thinking about a lot about this lately. But it's re- my my top, my third is honestly a top like a toss up between Reve- uh, Revenge, uh, Return of the Jedi, and, and the Last Jedi. Honestly, like like the Last Jedi is like really close to breaking my top three. So like those take up my three and four slots. Okay. And then five five I would put. Revenge of the Sith. Six, I would put Rogue One. Seventh, I would put um, Phantom Menace, and then nine, I'd put Clone Wars. Okay. What about the the Christmas special? Christmas special is like in a whole other. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, it's not touching this list. I'll be honest. I I haven't watched it. I, I watched the first ten minutes of it with with it's my a, girlfriend. It's, it's it's an experience. <laughs> it was very um, 
from what I see was a uh, difference. I'll just put it that it's just it's just like an hour, a little over an hour of cringe. That's pretty much all it is. Yeah. In Star Wars, in yeah. Star Wars uh, stuff. You def- you... <laughs> oh man! Also, um, um, with the Last Jedi, um, do you do you like the idea that anybody can like be force sensitive, or that somebody has to be yeah. uh, the 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 daughter or the son or whatever? Of someone else that has that has the force. Oh yeah, like um, a lot of people didn't read the any sort of comics or anything like that that led up to the Force Awakens, but there was a particular one, um, like a like a three or four issue comic series of of Star Wars, like like Journey to the Force Awakens, and it talks about Poe's mom and dad being like members of the re- uh, rebellion during the Battle of Endor. And uh, they were, like, really kind of, like, high-up officers. And they actually flew with um, uh, the guy uh, – uh, fuck, I already forgot this guy's name. From Shriv, I think is what his name is, from Battlefront 2 campaign. The – the um, I don't know what his race is either. I forgot what his race was off the top of my head. No, yeah, You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, the, green, yeah. the green guy? Yeah, the alien-looking guy? Um, they flew guy? with him. They flew with him. Like, yeah, he was he – was the, the alien-looking guy? Yes, Geo. <laughs> the alien-looking guy in the Star Wars game. That helps. Um, but, yeah, so they, they flew with Shriv. Like, they were members of that kind of small battalion with, like, Leia and stuff like that. And um, when they gave birth to Poe, Luke gave them a, a tree – uh, like a little baby tree that like has like the like it's a force sensitive tree basically and like force really like it's concentrated that runs through it so I think like anybody that was like around that or anything like you know what I'm talking about like just anything that was like that or, you know they can kind of become force sensitive and then obviously like progress forward onto that hmm. the whole being like you know only being able to have the force because you were either like birthed by a woman and then midichlorians or something like that. Like that's cool too and stuff like that. But I, I like the idea that uh, I, I've, I've always thought Star Wars, that Star Wars is what it was like a nobody can become the savior of, of the galaxy. Right. Isn't that what the whole point of the first movie was Luke Skywalker and moisture farmer that like from fucking like literally in the middle of nowhere on this fucking desert planet. You know, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he finds out like his lineage, and like literally saves the galaxy multiple times. So that's how I see it. Mm. Okay. I w- I hope there's more force sensitive people in the galaxy. That's cool. That's more stories, more stories, more heroes. Makes uh makes makes me being uh during this century you know the normal person like dream about that like it's okay to be a nobody and then all of a sudden you know the next day you're saving the galaxy blowing up a blowing up a star star base for the third time <laughs> okay um what 
do you have any expectations or anything for the Han Solo movie? Not really. I'm really expecting like uh, Donald Glover to be really good with Lando Calrissian. I think that's really the only expectation that I have. That like I, I feel like I'll get. Um, I think the guy that's playing Han Solo. I haven't seen anything he's done. Uh, people were kind of like when they announced, they already kind of like denounced him as being Han Solo. Obviously, because not Harrison Ford. Oh no. Um, I'm willing to I'm willing to give the guy a shot though. Hopefully, he does well. I would like to to see him do well. Yeah. But Han Solo, it, it was really was kind of near the bottom of my list to have an anthology movie about. So I'm just kind of going into this movie hoping it's entertaining. I, I won't be as passionate about this one as I will with all the other episodic movies and stuff like that. So, what? Um, who would you like to see a movie made about? I would really like to see a movie made with uh, Yoda. I remember there was rumors about a year ago that they were considering doing like a Yoda and like his race trilogy mm-hmm. with Christopher with Christopher Nolan Ooh. directing. Okay, so that would have been like crazy. Obviously, like I haven't heard anything since then, and it was like I said, it was just a rumor. Like it probably was just nothing, but that would be fucking dope. That would be insane too. Um, Yoda's pretty high up there just because there's we just don't know anything about him. Um, Darth Maul would be pretty cool. Um, a lot of people want Boba Fett. Boba Fett would be kind of cool, but you know, I don't know. Again, he's kind of low on my list. Um, and then obviously, I would like to see like kind of old Republic characters. Darth Bane would mm-hmm. be pretty cool. Um, Darth Bane would be really interesting. I, I think if they were to do a Darth Bane movie or a series of movies, um, and and like the whole cult of of, of Bane and stuff like that, it would kind of have to be rated R because it has some fucked up stuff. Mm-hmm. Like sacrifices and shit like that. So, um, I'd like to see Yoda more than anything, though. I guess to answer your question, Yoda would definitely be my number one. Did, uh, did you hear that there's rumors that an Obi Wan movie is going to. Yeah. Um, Obi Wan is. I don't know how I'd even say that. Obi Wan's pretty high on my list, too. Just, just, I would love a movie. Of his adventures, obviously, between episode three and episode four. I think everybody wants to see that. Of course, starring Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of dumb if they had anybody else played Obi-Wan. Yeah, it wouldn't really make any sense because he's like the perfect age right now. Like, Ewan McGregor would be the perfect age to, bri- to bridge between the two. Yeah, because, I mean, they probably have him play mm, maybe more when after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um... And and like you and McGregor has said multiple times that he's like, like yeah, dude, hell yeah, I'm willing to do it. Like let's get it, let's do it. Why aren't we doing it yet? Yeah, hell yeah. Like he's 100 percent open to doing. It. I don't know why they're not. But you want to see a movie on Chewie? <sighs> I mean, not really, but I'll, only because the Wookiee race never really entered. Like I don't know. I, I guess a subjective question. Just like I guess any of the questions that we've been asking each other. Um, I like the Wookiee race and stuff like that. I just don't find him like. All that interesting. Hmm. I like Kashyyyk though. Kashyyyk's a cool planet. Very beautiful planet. Yeah. Very nice looking. And and Battlefront Two looks really really nice. Um. Yeah. I I would definitely say Kashyyyk is probably the most one of definitely the most beautiful planets on Battlefront Two. Like both daytime and nighttime. Yeah, definitely. It very it it really is. What about Lando? Um. 
Lando would kind of be cool, but I feel like it'd be kind of similar to Hans, really. Both, uh, although I'd, I would say Lando probably wouldn't make the same decisions, I guess, where we've known Han to make. Like, Han always ends up picking to save people. Mm-hmm. Lando would probably, probably wouldn't do that a lot of the times. Um, but besides that, I think a lot of the stuff would be the same, really. <laughs> Them yeah. Being, you know, robbing stuff and being a scoundrel. Nothing would be different. What I'm hoping to see in uh, the Han Solo movie is the card game where Han wins the yes, Millennium Falcon. Yes, the yeah, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm so confident they're gonna show that. Like, there's no way they. Yeah, like I, I honestly want to see so that. So surprised if they didn't. Yeah, because like I've read that that Han, Han wins a card game and win, and Lando pretty much bets the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And he loses, so I definitely want to. Would love to see that. Uh, yeah. Definitely. See that scene. Man, yep. so 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 many. Uh, Star Wars movies coming out, so many Star Wars yeah. things on the rise. It's a good time to be a a Star Wars fan. It really is, really is. But um, damn, been going out for like two hours now. <laughs> I feel like it's been longer than that. It's only been only two hours. Well, two hours and like twenty minutes. Ah, uh, gotcha. <sighs> yeah, you just wanna. Ended right here. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, I hope you got a, a, enough content. No, <laughs> we, we need we need about four more hours. Four more hours. All right, cool. Let me go grab some G fuel. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Piff Batman, for coming on to the podcast. I definitely enjoyed yeah. this conversation with you. It has yeah, been. Thank you for for having me. Uh, feel pretty much. I feel really honored to to be the first guest on here and um i hope the rest of the episodes are, 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 are this cool and this fun and um i just know that it's gonna keep getting better and better so good luck good luck with that thank you and i appreciate you having you on here maybe Absolutely. one day Anytime. down maybe one day down the road we'll have a, a an irl podcast yeah yeah we're face to face asking each other questions and stuff and be dope. having a conversation but this has been a lot of fun. Uh, Absolutely. It's very interesting to see where this series will go. I'm going to have to see where uh, guest number two is, who's that going to be. And hopefully maybe down the road we'll have another podcast together. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I'm always more than more than welcome to, to be a part of the show. For sure. So, Piff Batman, twitch.tv slash Piff Batman. If you guys want to check him out, cool guy. Cool streamer and all right battlefront player but you know yeah but uh thank you everybody for watching i appreciate you guys and have a good rest of your day bye see ya